1: What is going on, guys? This is episode three hundred and sixty-four of Pop Culture Crisis. My name's Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please?
2: Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I am not wearing black today, so that's a big surprise for everyone, I'm sure.
1: It always is to me when you but, don't, uh, when you don't wear black.
2: Just know we're we're here to support you and uh, field your concerns at any moment's notice. Um, I know this is an unprecedented time. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you guys started the jokes about me wearing black first. Anyway, we've got Phil in the studio.
3: Hi, I'm Phil Levanti, singer from All That Remains. Her shoes are black.
2: Yeah, they well, are. The, you exposed me.
3: Yeah. Well, I, but the
1: the shirt is what's visible, and the shirt's not black, so that's yeah, that's what that's it what, is. what counts.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And
3: I pray it was never. Mind, I'm not even going to say anything. Hi. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good. Well. Good.
1: Excellent. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Disney is in a little bit of a panic mode right now. They just lost 4 million subscribers on a conference call they were talking about. We're going to get into what that means with in regards to Bob Iger. We're going to talk about why that growth has slowed, stopped, and then reversed. We're going to talk about stuff to do with the streaming services and the possible um, melding between that and Hulu, which are going to come together into one platform soon. We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about, and I, I, I kid you not, something called Karen AI based on an influencer named Karen Marjorie who has made an artificially intelligent girlfriend that she will sell you the time with so that you can go on dates with her uh, 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 per minute. You have to pay per minute to date the AI consciousness of an influencer. My goodness, the, the world we live in these days. Also, Not
3: very very similar to real life.
1: Yeah, you know. You <laughs> you're know, paying depends. every
3: minute that you're with her.
1: Yeah, but there, there's the possibility of like real world affection supposedly in the real world, I've been told. I don't know if such a thing is possible. Those (laughs)
3: relationships are the ones that you aim for.
1: Well, you would hope. So we'll talk about Karen AI. Uh, We're going to talk about Mr. Beast. People are accusing him of being a cult leader because he bought an entire neighborhood out for the employees of his company uh, and people found that to be very culty. So we will talk about that and we will talk about John Leguizamo. He is threatening to play Gwyneth Paltrow in a race-swapped version of a, a documentary based on her ski accident trial <laughs> uh, because he believes that there is not another, there are too many white people taking Latino roles. So the whitewashing is getting so bad that he is going <laughs> to play Gwyneth Paltrow in a movie if we're not all careful.
3: You know? I, I mean, I want this.
2: Do you?
1: Yes. Are you sure? Well, I mean, isn't that totally humiliating? (laughs) I mean, like, a lot of the people were saying, like, do it. You won't. Like, I'm here for it. Yeah.
3: Like, well, I don't don't see how, like, Jonathan Guzamo comes out of that looking like the good guy. Yeah. Or, Or anything other than, like totally sour grapes and completely consumed with like the whole cult ideology thing. He is do though, it. I mean, he's he's do a it.
1: complainer. He's he's a complainer, that's what he does. So we're gonna talk about that. We got a bunch of other stuff to get into, but before we do that, could you like this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? We are getting close, very close to 60,000 subscribers. So go ahead and subscribe if, you, subscribe if you have not done so already. Share the video with your friends so that other people can check out the channel and turn the notification bell on. Every time you do that, that way, that way you can get the messages, all the notifications, which I'm now getting, uh, from one of the super chats from disco Jensen says, might want to check your metrics. I have notifications on and had to actively find today's show. So maybe, mm-hmm. uh, just as like a bulwark against possible of that, that, possibly being a problem, turn the notification bell on, uh, and go to the page if you've not done so already, if you can't find it.
2: So hopefully you I've can, had that happen and, to myself
1: yes yeah yeah uh also remember all super chats twenty dollars and over. We will interrupt the discussion and we will read them right as they come in and then we will do our best to get right back on topic and discuss things so you can do that right there. If you guys are ready, Mary, we will get right into it. Are you ready? Yeah. Phil, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. All right, to get started, this is a bit of a bummer to start things off, but I do think it's important to announce it. Dolph Lundgren says that he's uh, only has two or three years left to live amid an eight-year secret cancer treatment that he's been going through which is very, very sad. Obviously, we're talking Rocky, we're talking about Ivan drago uh it's uh he, he's been in and out of hospitals for quite some time and it, it came to mind to me today because jamie fox like they're talk, they're talking like jamie fox might die like, like, his family's, like, asking for prayers, and he's been in the hospital for, like, a month. Really? Yes. And you think
2: yeah. that he had a stroke?
1: I. That's what I think, yeah. Oh, there's a $20 one right there.
2: Oh, Josie Cat said, I know the correct answer to the poll is satanic reptilians, but Universal owns Back to the Future, so that skews my opinion a bit.
1: There is no right answer to this one. The answer is that you're allowed to like whichever one you want. <laughs> I even added satanic reptilians because we get a lot of crap, like, a lot of people, like... They give that answer, right? Like, they're like, who cares? Hollywood's full of nothing but evil people. But you can't help but love what you love. There's gonna be properties. Look, Universal makes the Fast and the Furious movies. I love the Fast and the Furious movies. They're still probably satanic reptilians, but they're satanic reptilians that make movies about cars that I like. But
3: they're your satanic reptilians. Exactly, It's
1: exactly is, right.
2: Is it a movie about cars or is it a movie about family? It's both. It's about <laughs> both,
1: okay? It's, it's about both. <laughs> Uh, all right so so I really hope that he ends up they 're saying that what happened was they found a tumor in his kidney in 2015. Uh, they removed it, and he had to basically start going to the hospital on a regular basis and he had a, a rela like a, a re- he was in remission and then it came back in 2020 yeah. and they said he only had a couple of months left to live. He went and got a second opinion and is now they were able to shrink those tumors and he's been in not remission, but he's been fighting it for several years now. But it's just very sad to see this happen. He to, is an older man now. He's, I mean, in, the he's, 60s, he's I in his 60s. He's in his 60s. I
3: mean, you know, uh, so it sucks. It's, you know, and, and obviously the best to Dolph and his family. Um, and who knows? Hopefully, he, you know, he can fight. He's, he's been fighting it for a long time. Hopefully, you know, he can keep it up and, you know, live another decade or two maybe two who knows what will come in the future when it when it comes to you know the science of fighting cancer and stuff
1: and they mentioned that in a couple of articles he has posited that the steroids he took when he was younger might have played a role in it like he admits to that Mm -hmm.
2: do steroids cause cancer
3: they can um there are a lot of things that can you know there are a lot of things like that that can happen later on down the road especially in the amounts that they tend to use like Dolph Lundgren was not taking just a little juice he wasn't you know
1: (laughs) Not if to you, look like Ivan Drago. Yeah,
3: I mean, if if you're if you're a young guy, you shouldn't be on juice. Like, yeah. wait until like dudes in their fifties and stuff. I get it. Stallone. You need, you, well, yeah, I mean, Stallone again. Stallone is the same age yeah. as, as George W. Bush, yeah. born on the same day. So <laughs> keep like next time you see Stallone, he looks all like jacked or whatever. Remember w yeah. um but the the point being like i get it for dudes you know that are in their 50s and stuff you want to take uh replace, testosterone replacement or whatever i totally make sense because <laughs> then you don't have your whole life ahead of you what you're trying to do is keep the rest of your life keeping your body as as you know in as good of condition as you can for the for the, the remainder rest of, your life, of your life you yeah. know um and when you're ta- when you start taking juice in your 20s and you take it for 20 years, that's one thing. As opposed to it, if you take it in your you know 55 and you take it until you're 75, it's you know you're you're already old and you're trying to make sure that your your old your old age is yeah. is fruitful you know, in the best shape. and healthy. Yeah, and because your the the body not starts, healthy but feel good. That yeah, mm-hmm. but the body starts losing. Like muscle, real fast. Yeah. Once you hit a certain age, when you're, when your testosterone starts to, to really crater, your body starts to really lose muscle, and that's really bad for your you know for you to for your getting around, your mobility and stuff like that. You should, you know, you should you should do everything you can to to get as much muscle as you can before you get old. Yeah. So and yeah.
1: All right, so we, we wish him the best and hopefully that he's able to come through this and get healthy again. But that was just that was a bit of a shock for me to, to hear. I also want to mention Susan Sarandon. She is the not like most girls of weird Hollywood protesters right now. Instead of uh, protesting the writer's strike, she's protesting for minimum wage for waitresses and waiters at restaurants.
2: Uh, weird? Is that a movement now? Yeah, yeah, it's called like One Fair Wage. I mean, that is the way that they do it in Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. well, they don't tip. tip tip. Exactly, but it's like, the question is like, why can't the U.S. do the same thing if they're doing the same in Europe? They
1: want to raise the the minimum wage and allow tipping. So that's... You Both. Know.
2: i mean uh, tips are obviously allowed in europe yeah. Th- that would be the same thing as europe still
1: a, so it says uh it you're says, not
2: mandatory tipping
1: well protests well nowadays you just they you they don't even have you serve them anything they turn that thing around on you and ask you to tip them
2: it's still optional yes. though the, it's just yeah. a social and pressure they stare thing. at you
1: and they, and they look at you like this yeah while, while you're doing or it.
2: you just feel like they're staring at yes. you yes
1: there, there's an amazing trevor wallace skit of him like uh do you want to tip it's like how much do you want to tip? And and then like they're like staring him down and like saying it out loud. It's like every time you do that. It's like Or like I was at um I was at Walmart over the weekend and just like the line they're redoing the car, the, um, the self-checkout there. And like I said to you recently, I was like, that just felt like this harbinger of death. Like they took their already large self-checkout lanes and they're adding more. And you just get the feeling that these guys who are installing them just feel like harbingers of death who get to bring in a loss of jobs every time they bring in more of these machines. And so because the ones that they were on were, were shut down, the lines were just enormous, enormously long. And then you get through it like 30 minutes later and it's like dares ask you if you want to round up. And I'm like, no, I do not want to round up.
2: No, I do not I never round
1: uh, up. Uh at the thrift store I do. Simply uh but that's never. just that's just because I like paying with cash at thrift stores and being able to get even change back. So I'll okay. I'll usually round up at a thrift store. But it's not like you know where any of that money's going. For all you know, it's like a charity that just roundabouts ends up right back at Walmart.
2: That's why I don't I don't round up. yeah Exactly. Yeah. Um But I think that self checkouts are getting more popular because people are shoplifting more because of the recession.
1: Uh <laughs>
3: From- I, honestly I think self checkouts are getting more popular Because people are getting more comfortable With the idea of self checkouts Yeah, To be honest with you um, I think that the whole shoplifting thing <laughs> That's a whole totally different And separate phenomenon yeah. Because in Japan you have Entire stores where people aren't, Don't even work like, you walk in, you get what you want, you pay for it, you leave, that's Amazon it.
1: Amazon was trying to do that here. Uh, yeah, we like charged, trust yeah, we don't have a high-trust society. It charges your card, though. Like, it mm-hmm. you, it comes in and it scans your card, and then... And, and then Japan just, also
2: is yeah, not, here. from what I understand, in a recession, either. Yeah.
1: So, well, this, so Sarandon was arrested for protesting.
2: Wasn't there some other celebrity? I think she was, like, from a Full House, who got, like... Pushed down the, in the, a yeah. protest.
1: Ki- the, that lady we Gibbler, uh, the lady played Kimmy Gibbler. The lady who played Kimmy Gibbler ended up getting pro- at like an at like a pro abortion. Yeah, it was. Rally. A, it
2: was after Roe v. Wade <laughs> yeah. got overturned. Yeah, I the celebrities going to protests. It never resonates because they get special treatment every yeah. time they go to protests. Like Emrata talks about getting arrested at a protest of Kavanaugh's appointment. Yeah. And she was never arrested. She was never cuffed.
1: They're like, do you want us to the arrest The police you?
2: merely escorted her and Amy Schumer and their other yeah. A-lister friends. Out of the building same thing
1: happened with um, Greta Thunberg recently there was like she was getting arrested and the cops were like sitting there bullshitting with her Ugh. like talking to her it's the world we live in now but uh, it is annoying because like one I either think you're annoying if you're a celebrity that's protesting you're either really annoying or
3: you're an opportunist it's, and both are stupid activism is fashion it's yep. it's that if you look at like modern society people that are not like super super rich, but people that want to be thought of as as well to do and stuff. They don't dress flashy anymore. Yeah. They don't drive flashy cars. They have very understated stuff, and then they they will tell you about all of the money they give to charity or they or the th- activism they do and stuff because that's how people, uh, you know, demonstrate their or, or signal their their virtue. It's 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 all just a pose nowadays. Yeah. So it's it's just. Exhausting and tiresome. Isn't
1: Zuckerberg famous for wearing like the same thing every day? Yeah, like he wears like the same like, blue, like plain blue shirt and shorts yeah. every and day. Steve or something Jobs like that. did Steve Jobs, it, yeah. and
2: Jack Dorsey was famous for wearing flip flops. Yeah, and they all being think, a Zen guy. It's all
3: well. It's all yeah. sourced properly and yada yada. And I and it's like, look, man, I like I get it. I understand having you know being socially <laughs> like, yeah. conscious and stuff, but come on. You know
1: Nope, I say just buy whatever clothes you want from anywhere because at the very least, sure, your shirt was perfectly sourced. Your phone still has slave labor all up in it. Sorry, like yeah. not not Pick
3: and, and, and your I, battles, I guess.
1: Yes, exactly.
3: I'm going to be the libertarian here a little bit and it's like people are real quick to be like, oh, the slave labor, blah blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. If you took those plants out of those places, those people that work there for a dollar a day or whatever, mm-hmm. their job is now gone and a lot of the people that end up in those positions, die of, of starvation. And so your option is slave labor or starvation or oftentimes sex slavery or something like that. Something right. equally horrible. A lot of times to us, it looks like it's terrible but to the people in those conditions and in those situations, they don't have a choice. Yeah, we're
2: thinking like, why don't they just work at uh, Trader Joe's? Yeah. <laughs>
3: you know, there is no gap to go work at yeah. if there aren't people making the clothes cheap enough to go into the gap. <laughs> yes. So it's like, I get it there. I get it being socially conscious. But before you beat yourself up about it and, and make yourself feel like a horrible person, remember that a lot of these people are in a, a situation where even if it's bad, taking yeah. away the job only makes it worse i just got like dive bombed like
1: <laughs> which is funny cuz they haven't been bad lately they, yeah. the stink bugs have been actually pretty normal lately yeah. so yeah. they actually haven't been much of a problem uh, so yeah so I, I as much as I hate activism from celebrities and I do Jeez. believe that Tom everyone should be uh, <laughs> oh, I, see, I see him now he's Tom over, cruise he's
3: yeah he's buzzing the tower Tom, <laughs> Tom
1: Cruise missile there we go Kay. all right so uh, I, I I can at least give her points for creativity for not being on the writer's strike there you go uh, Mary tell us all about what's going on with Doja Cat
2: Uh, doja cat recently tweeted that her previous albums were both cash grabs and mediocre pop and basically called her fans stupid for ever liking them lol (laughs) but it's just it's promotion for her new album she but she's
1: known to be a provocateur online right that's she started out as a troll and then
2: accidentally became became successful successful yeah hate
1: it when that happens
3: wait a minute started out as a troll what do you mean
2: remember bitch i'm a cow no. You don't remember that? Okay. She dressed up like a cow, but like slutty and made a song called Bitch, I'm a Cow. That's how
3: she got on the... on Because the, uh, the only reason I know who she is is because yeah. that one song that uh, I could be your... I forget what the, what it is, but... Uh,
2: she had multiple viral TikTok Yeah, exactly. Songs. Yeah. It was the... So COVID uh, plus Bitch, I'm a Cow.
3: Okay. That and made she t- ended t- up t- here okay. and she's
2: meowing on the red carpet. I saw at that. that. Gala. I, I don't like when... Uh, celebrities act so like unique and not like other girls you know what i mean
3: (laughs) i love the way you characterize it i'm just so unique and not like all the other girls they Mm. all think
1: that but calling your customers stupid doesn't seem like the smartest thing in the entire world
2: yeah everyone everyone was replying like actually you're annoying (laughs) um and she is so she said uh, Planet Her and Hot Pink were cash grabs, and y'all fell for it. Now I can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island while y'all weep for mediocre pop. I feel like
1: a lot of that, that's like, she's like looking for a response on that. Like, it Maybe. feels like, it feels like, I mean, definitely
2: she was.
3: Yeah, but I mean, also, she's probably not wrong. Those are big songs. There's a lot of spins on those. So.
1: Think, uh, do you think that, but then like, what do you do? Then when the next album comes out, do you say like, this one is serious, guys. I was not, I was kidding the first time around. This one is not a cash grab. This one I actually want you to enjoy.
2: But she doesn't want it to make too much money. Yeah. Or else it's not true art. She also changed her screen name back to Doja Cat, her actual stage name. Instead of like what it was before, which was like pussy fart or something like was it? it was always just random now i got a
3: follower man. it was always just
2: like random yeah. vulgar stuff because i don't think women are capable of of making real jokes humor uh other than referring to their genitalia
1: well that and uh, the we had a comment on on our the other day about Chelsea Handler. It says she's a comedian, not a TED Talker. I'm like, she's not, she's neither.
3: She, she just tweeted Chelsea 39 Handler minutes said ago. That? No,
1: somebody it. said that about like our, when we did the thing about... Oh. Um, they're, I mean, what I, I I couldn't tell whether they were in favor of what we were talking about or not, but mainly because what she posted was kind of like a PSA. I
2: mean, if she's a comedian, yeah. she's I, still not funny though. I was like, yeah,
1: well, she's neither. <laughs>
2: it was an attempt.
1: Yeah. she she tried her best to be funny. There she
2: was an t- attempt. Yeah, All she's, right. on,
3: she's on Twitter right now, <laughs> or she was on Twitter like an hour ago. She's always on Twitter, she's Twitter? stirring the pot. Yeah, she just her last tweet was fell for it. Oh, so, right. I follow her now.
1: Uh, Paul Walker's daughter, Meadow, is going to cameo in Fast X. Meadow
2: Walker. She walks in Meadows. Yes.
1: Meadow Walker will be uh, in the movie. It says, honoring her dad's legacy. Uh, So that might be something you might find interesting if you are going to go and see this movie, which, of course, I am. I mean, mean, it's
2: better than like a deep fake cameo
1: yeah like the the funny (laughs) thing is is like uh, i wonder how much people put that on like where we're at now technology wise and obviously we're going to get into that later a lot of this started when he passed away before the end of Fast Seven, and they had to digitally alter his brother's face to look like him in a couple of those shots Mm -hmm. um, to do that final scene. Like, they they didn't have to do it a lot for the scenes in, in film, but when they tacked on the scene at the end that explains why he's not gonna be around anymore, they had to shoot those with his brother and then essentially make his face look like paul walker's face in the close-ups and we're so a
2: lot his character is alive in
1: in universe yes okay. yeah so he just goes a separate way
2: keeping that door open for when the technology no. gets good enough right
1: not no thank
3: you no thank you <laughs> well are you referring to the technology as in creating him cgi or the technology yeah. as in rising him from the grave
2: um, I mean, aren't they the same thing at this point? Well, we're bringing Walt Disney back first. If we're bringing
1: anyone back, we're bringing
2: Walt Disney back no, first to clear out the
3: commies. Yeah, that'll be that. that oh, well, I like that idea. But yeah. also, as soon as you bring him back, you know, they're going to kill him for being an anti-Semite.
1: Yes. Walt
2: was a problematic racist. There's, um, well, but the
3: thing is everybody back then was that way.
2: <laughs> I, like there yeah, wasn't
1: good
3: guys. There's the, um,
1: there's people this, imagine that. There's this uh, Instagram account I follow of this guy who does like crude videos with the Mickey Mouse hand puppet, and the, the guy who does like, he's like it's oh, the hi,
2: weirdest man. thing that you like on Instagram. Yes. and you like really weird things. Yes. on Yes, it's this guy
1: who does like he does he does weird crude videos with the Mickey Mouse hand puppet. He's like oh he's like he's like oh go, golly me, and it's all these like he reacts to weird videos, and he has one where he's talking. He always talks about Uncle Walt, and he talks <laughs> about, like, Uncle
2: Walt's a Nazi
1: like, uh, like <laughs> they, they talk about him that so uh he gets brought up i wonder up.
2: if Iger has seen that account
1: probably okay that, guy, that guy's really funny okay i i get it i get the feeling that he wouldn't get along with us but i get I, I like him that's okay like if he's if he's making jokes about him being a nazi I, i'm guessing that he's like he would also make jokes was uh, he further. i
2: don't know what he said
1: um he like or... he he more like they're doing like a word association game or like a name association game where they like list names and faces on screen and then when walt disney comes up he mentions i know people think it's a Nazi, but like... He's, uh, but he's not. Okay. So guys, go check out his account. I wish I had the I wish I had the title on hand, but it's like uh, Hassan something. So, but the guy's really really funny. Okay. All right, uh, we got a couple of more things real quick. Uh, Andrew Tate he gives the thumbs up to Kate Middleton. Yeah. He wants her to be queen. He says she's got ice cold G vibes. And I earlier today I shared with Mary the greatest Andrew Tate video of all time, which is the one where he makes fun of Meghan Markle.
2: Can we react uh, to it? Can,
1: should we? Uh, we can. We can probably. This watch is it. the
2: best Andrew Tate video it, it really I've is. ever seen. It, it, it is. It's my I, I've favorite. I've seen a of, lot.
1: It's the one that helped me realize that he really can intellectualize just about any. Um, any but concept. I,
2: I love that being British, he's still like super opinionated about the royals. Yes. Because on this show, we mostly are talking about American pop culture, but pop culture in the UK yeah. is the royal family. It's yeah. the same thing. i all trying thing. to make
0: enemies
1: because trust me. Here I- we go. We'll, we'll, we'll watch this. If you guys haven't seen this one, this is one of my favorite. This and the one where he talks about um, shampoo, a bottled shampoo are, oh. are, are my favorites. Okay. When he gets into really weird stuff.
0: I have enough, but I feel compelled to comment on this Meghan and Harry documentary. <laughs> Why is nobody pointing out the obvious? As usual, Andrew Tate, the man who has to get canceled for saying water is wet, water. Water, I'm just going to fucking say <laughs> The basic premise is that Meghan and Harry are innocent and the royal family is guilty and bullying them and picking on them and that England as a whole has bullied them and picked on them. The reason being because they are racist. Why is nobody else saying that Meghan Markle isn't black. She's whiter (laughs) than me. Not only is she whiter than me. Whiter. She's whiter than the current prime minister of the UK. True. She's whiter than the mayor of London. Also true. She's not even black. Has, why is nobody talking about this? The fact she's pulling the race card is absolutely and utterly insulting to every dark skinned person who has ever genuinely suffered from racism ever. If you're sitting there and you're dark-skinned and you suffer from racism why are you allowing this light-skinned white woman to come along and use racism as defense for the fact that she's just not a likable person and nobody likes seeing the prince of england cock because that's all that's happened (laughs) nobody see the prince of england be a bitch and we know it's her fault it's nothing to do with your skin color we just don't fucking like you. you <laughs> people who are sticking up for her as well are these race-baiting random liberal her. black people. Race-baiting. She's using the race card and she doesn't even deserve it. No one's fucking racist against her. She was famous. She was fine. She was in suits or whatever. He whatever likes suits, doing I bet Whatever you. haram stuff she was doing. There's no racial implication here. Nobody likes her at all. So, as usual, Tate, Andrew Tate has the solution. <laughs> I officially invite Meghan Markle to the cook best. me chicken. Because if she's black, it's gonna taste good. I know. I've been around the block. I'm brown enough to tell. When Meghan Markle oh. cooks me a chicken dinner, I know she doesn't cook shit for Harry. When she cooks <laughs> me a chicken dinner, I will then confirm if she is black or not. Because I have a strong suspicion she's full <laughs> of shit. She's
2: whiter than Halsey. You know Halsey's half black too? I didn't know that. Yeah, her, her I, didn't know that. I think her dad's black. But know. she's she's Meghan Markle is whiter than Halsey, that I mean, should say something.
1: So yeah, so so he says uh, it says Andrew Tate says uh, Kate Middleton gives ice cold G vibes.
2: I mean, she does. She, I don't know if that's the the wording that most people would use. He also but, showed
1: like the yeah. the um, the deep fake of him as the king.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it, it is. She what is, it is the superior princess.
1: Uh, I mean, I remember everyone being obsessed with her when she first came to be right yeah. like every that, that was at a time where like tabloids were still a bigger thing than they are now yeah. I mean I haven't been inside a Walgreens in a very long time but uh, like every magazine that was at the front counter it had a picture of Kate Middleton on it at that time
3: Kate Middleton the pictures from the uh, coronation she does look absolutely smoking yes no question she's so. gorgeous
2: hmm
1: and she's and she's she she
3: gives Royal more
1: yeah. than she's,
2: she's giving what she's supposed to be giving yes. Well,
3: I and she's also trying to do what yeah. she's supposed to be doing. Like Meghan Markle didn't want anything to do with it. She was she was trying to capitalize on you know. Just she the,
2: went on vacation instead. Yeah, you know she's,
3: she's like, like, look, I want I'll use Harry you to go, raise Harry. my star, star. I'm gonna go to
2: Cabo, <laughs> hang out with a bunch of towel boys. Yeah, <laughs> ah!
3: she loves. The,
1: I'm sure she likes loves. Them. <laughs> And, and I'm sure uh, I love the fake prince, news. And I'm sure the prince is just happy. Is just fine with that. Yeah. You know, whatever makes her happy. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, there's going to supposedly be a Freaky Friday sequel, uh, and they expect Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan to return.
2: I don't know how I feel about this. Is I this It's going to be on Disney Plus.
1: I, I that that the original one that I saw said box office, so said theater release. I think, I that think the original Disney was Plus a Disney original. original. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um. Uh. It, not as good as um. Uh, what's the one with the other one with the, mm-hmm. the two, um, I can't think of it up top. All red. Freaky Friday involves yeah. two people. Yes. So I don't know um, what you mean.
2: They were the but the Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan one was also a reboot
1: yes from the based yeah. on the one from like the 60s or the 70s but or something like
2: was that. obviously the best one that they ever made
1: well it's funny too because that's become a thing now like a lot of people don't realize all the stuff that they're mad about them rebooting was a reboot of something else like <laughs> I love I love gone in 60 seconds but that's a reboot of, of another gone in 60 seconds that has literally nothing to do with the the one that they made in the year 2000 I guess technically the aren't
2: the uh, Star Wars pre Prequels, a reboot? Not
3: reboots, but they're they're continuations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely and totally, completely not. Yeah, the prequels, yeah, they're just continuations. No, the sequels. This like, the the Force Awakens was a essentially. Well, I understand
2: that those are rebooting, but like, if there's a gap in time, but they're not rebooting;
3: they're continuing. The because a reboot is like I think of a reboot is redoing the original story,
2: and I don't think Force Awakens basically
3: copies it but it doesn't redo it and the prequels have their own completely (coughs) isolated story from the original trilogy yeah like there's the, okay. all the political stuff and how Anakin becomes Darth Vader, whereas the second one is Luke's how Luke Skywalker saves Darth Vader the whole like saves Darth Vader from like the all three of them together. It's how Anakin or how Luke Skywalker saves Anakin Skywalker from the dark side at the very end of his life. So it's really the, the story of Anakin Skywalker and then the sequels. They just rebooted Episode Four, which is A New Hope, with a female lead but it's and not then the, the rest of characters. it fell apart because yeah. Ryan Johnson decided that he wanted to excoriate Star Wars and destroy it because he's excoriate. a horrible person another person using excoriating I love it when people use good word. that word
1: it's a fantastic word so Freaky Friday if anybody has any interest in seeing a, a rebooted version of that or, or not a rebooted a continued version of that not a rebooted because it's bringing the same people back so now you got me falling into the trap can't say a reboot it's not a reboot it's not a reboot alright would you like to see cute of the day first or cringe of the day cringe cringe first we got a couple of them here today um okay do we want to do uh, ben affleck first yeah poor ben affleck
3: this guy he's
1: gonna
2: i knew that you were gonna get a kick out of this unless you've seen it already
3: i mean i'm a fan of ben affleck so i don't know but we'll ben see
2: ben affleck and, and jennifer lopez are walking the car <laughs> he's just... very chivalrous ben Look at his hand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's literally the meme of him standing outside with a cigarette. Ha <laughs>
2: I, yeah.
3: <laughs> I love ben affleck he
2: is literally living gone girl <laughs> yes right now like what did they, they just recently got back together too right yeah Dude, and they're like where always, the honeymoon And phase he's go? always
1: there's there's been zero honeymoon phase he looks bummed all the time anytime they're in public he <laughs> it's looks just back
2: it's straight back to the latina emotional extortion <laughs> like anytime
1: he like they're in public he's like he's like he looks half dead inside Yeah. like any t- and, and like you can just tell that she's just like why are you looking like that why are you looking like she's, that
2: she's definitely having one of her bpd days he's
1: got a movie coming out called hypnotic that i'm uh looking forward to seeing it's got him and william fichtner in it All so right. I'm, I'm hoping to go and see that hopefully he looks happier in that movie at some point than he looks in this <laughs> clip one and person I like-
2: thought that they uh were upset because someone was filming them
1: well, that's a, that's a fair point, Maybe. right? Like that, like the, actually the first thing I thought when I'm watching, if when you're watching this, I'm like, that guy is close. Cause the res. it's not like he's super far zoomed in. If he was super far zoomed in, the camera would be shaking right. more. So this guy's just like standing awkwardly close to this phone out. And <laughs> Society's so, weird. <laughs> so he's not even mad at her. He's mad at this douchebag behind him. That's filming. Maybe him. this douchebag who we applaud for giving
3: us this clip
2: or it's both. <laughs> It's a they little were already bug. fighting. It's
1: a, it's a little he's like, Ugh, and he just slams. Yeah, his like he,
3: they were. She was, she was a little snippy about something, and then this fuck. God. Yeah, How's he's like French.
1: He's like I can't even argue with my with yeah. my woman yeah. uh, in public without people filming it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a. It's a damn soon shame. As soon as
2: the car door closes, they're just screaming <laughs> yeah.
3: He's like, I don't want Chipotle for because lunch. You know that she, that door closing and her her steam level just went Ruth right through the roof. <laughs> what are you doing, slamming my door? Is that <laughs> sass? You know, yeah. it's just ready to go. As soon as he sits down, oh, he's, he's just, just like getting. That. It's just like <laughs> just this oh, a barrage of Spanish rage right <laughs> in his face, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, he's just yeah, like, he
1: just shuts. Just... <laughs>
3: It's just like, where are my cigarettes? His hand is like yeah. pulling, the, <sighs>
1: pulling the wheel yeah. off the car <laughs> as, the, as they're driving Ben's as like, she just screams at him.
3: Ben's mm-hmm. like, I can't believe Marlboro's are $15 a pack <laughs> in California nowadays. They just
1: bought, they're buying like a $63 million mansion. I don't they're think good. that matters to him. But Okay, we've got Halle Bailey and whoever chose these <sighs> stills is the worst employee in the history of entertainment tonight. Uh, here's Wait, the first we, one. Can we just
2: zoom in? This looks fine. Yep. Okay. This, this is really normal. They're like, okay. Oh, Eyes we... far apart, not maybe a good angle, but it's okay. And then
1: they're like, here, let's get another still.
2: And then. <laughs>
0: <None of> that.
2: <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the
1: best. What did they do
2: to her eye?
3: She looks like a hammerhead shark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they didn't even change her zoom pose. In on, zoom in on her eye. Yeah, they didn't. Like, even... It's very disturbing. They like changed the she, color of her eye.
1: She does look like her and then, mother is a hammerhead shark. Then her
2: iris is like <laughs> an oval instead they of a did, circle.
1: Uh, we're like all the way zoomed in here. Oh, um, okay. We can't zoom in anymore. That's like like just they, they just they she just she is moved the moment, the All right. <laughs> <sighs> Also, what's up with that cheek? Did they do something to the cheek here? Did they? Yeah, look at look at the cheek. It's like, it's so like they tried... It was a bubble in the water. Yeah, they tried to make it look like a bubble, and it just looks like... Uh, what's that condition that they keep talking about these days? Mary, things?
3: we got a 21.
2: Uh, oh, let me see here. Uh, Deuce Boogaloo said, guys, there's reboots, remakes, revivals, sequels, and prequels. <laughs> when the X-Files came back was a reboot. Freaky Friday was a remake. Icarly is a revival. Dude, 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 Force Awakens was a sequel dude, 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 and dude, 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 Phantom dude. Menace was a prequel. Uh, Force yeah.
3: Awakens was a reboot with a vagina. Don't you lie to me. I saw that movie. The X-Files mm-hmm. coming back was not a
1: reboot. That would be that that wouldn't be a reboot. That would be a revival because it was the same actors in the same timeline, right? So that that can't be a reboot
2: uh someone on twitter said disney's intentionally making this movie look as bad as possible as a social experiment (laughs) they want to see how much they can get away with before it cuts into their bottom line like bob Iger's, like do it
1: we're already losing yeah do it (laughs) bring it all down
2: He's going to be the the one that takes Disney down once and for all. <laughs> I didn't see this one. Oh, and also somebody made a thread uh, in the quote tweets saying for every 10 likes I'm going to photoshop her eyes farther <laughs> apart. <laughs> and then they just go off screen. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Yep. My mama a was
3: a hammerhead shark. <laughs> oh, man. I stand just, by that. And one.
2: like I like the f- the feature of like eyes being far apart. I think that I, looks cool. Someone
3: in the chat said, is there an Alabama of the ocean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's
1: fine. There's not like what, there was no reason to even add the second screenshot.
2: It's, yeah.
1: it's the same thing. They just moved her eye up. It's creepy and weird.
2: I wonder what she would It's think.
1: not as bad as that Entertainment Tonight promo they did for Rings of Power where it looked like a 90s sitcom where it like zooms past them all like a, against bad green screens. Do you remember that mm. we talked about it on air? Like it's, oh, it's just oh, against yeah. black. It's just against black.
2: Like, it was like a soap opera. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it, 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 yeah. It really was. And then
2: also, that people are saying like the ocean in the background is mysteriously empty, and it just makes you feel uncanny valley vibes. Yeah, like like there was no reason to
1: add the second screenshot. Why did you need two? Okay,
2: another thing that feels just off about this movie is the shade that, of red that they made her hair. I don't want a realistic red hair that's like a muted brown. I want it to be like Ariel's hair, actually. Bright red. bright red.
3: Bright red. But they don't want her to be anything like Ariel. Yeah.
2: I mean, facts.
1: They could have just gotten Javicia Leslie, who played Batwoman, with the, bl- with the red wig, and they could have just had no, her do they it. They
2: should have gotten Amber Heard. I would rather have Amber Heard. Amber Heard
1: would have been an interesting choice. Oh, she'd been too old, though. By, by like really yeah she's like uh, yeah I mean Hallie Bailey is like twenty like she looks pretty 20s. young uh, I
2: mean
1: Amber Heard's my age I believe so she's uh, yeah. she's a little old for that role plus she's Mira.
2: We, but, Mira 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 Mira
1: but I, I don't want to know what, I, are there beds down there I don't want her crapping on any beds under the water that's no. that's not healthy it's not safe it's on not, the seabed. it's not yes it's not it's not uh, it's not all uh, well, fish
2: us. is poop.
1: It's not sanitary. Yeah. No. Well, I don't want it. All right. Uh, let's get started then, guys. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. For but first, we're going to talk about Disney. There's a bunch what, of stuff d- going we, on. We forgot.
2: Oh, cute cri- of the day. Oh, oh, gosh. Brett,
3: I almost
1: forgot. They
2: were going I'm, to eviscerate you in the chat if you forgot cute of the day. I almost forgot. I'm cute lucky of the I remembered day. it for thank you. Thank you, thank you, Mary. Well, why'd
3: you save me? It would have been funny. Uh, we've got cute yeah, day.
1: We've got a bunch right. here. So let's go. <laughs> first is Philip Cole. Uh, he does not list, I do not get a pet name here, so it's just Philip Cole's. I like Cole's, ginger cats. It's just Philip Cole's kitty, so there we go. Cute. Uh, we've got Melissa, uh, on Twitter. This is, uh, MG Kitty, established 2014.
2: MG kitty. Yeah,
1: MgK. Oh, MG kitty. nice.
2: That's he, a, a lot cuter than the real MgK. Much,
1: much cuter than the original MgK. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for that submission, Melissa. And we got, let's do two more. So this is from Waffle Sensei, oh, our thanks, friend Waffle Waffles. Sensei says Waffle this is Sensei. Mila. Hi! Uh, Look
2: at this lion's mane. The
1: yes, the it's giving Lion King vibes. It's
2: serving. Yes, and then we got one more. Amazing. I I, like I was saying I love how tomcats uh, who haven't been fixed yet have these like gigantic fat faces. <laughs> but uh, I like the lion's mane. Let's do one
1: more this is from oh we had philip cole already good okay and then we've got okay from toy news daily he says everyone send your love to mo here who's had an upset stomach all week he's a very very good boy and needs to know that it's not his fault those creek sticks are just
3: so tasty mm. Hashtag, is he sitting he's
1: a- like a human <laughs> yes he's very much he's look like he's reevaluating <laughs> his life choices there he's yeah. sitting
3: like a very handsome young man
1: yes he is all right so guys if you do have Pets that you would like to submit to PCC Pets, uh, also include. I think it's best to also tag in Pop Culture Crisis, me or PCC. The it's at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. That way it's easier to find. And it the hashtag of, yeah. doesn't work. No, it does. But I just I also want to drive people to the channel as true, well. Like true. so, yeah. So uh, tag in the the company's Twitter account. It's at Pop Culture Crisis Pod, and uh, tag me in there if you'd like as well, or Mary. And then hashtag PCC Pets. We are including all of the good boys and girls for the yeah. for PCC Pets. So let's get into it, guys. Speaking of people that are not good, Disney is not good these no days. Good. Bob Iger did the quarterly earnings call, and they're panicking right now. Disney is panicking right now because they lost 4 million subscribers when they were expecting to grow by several million, which is not good, ladies and gentlemen. They were expecting to grow from 161.8 million subscribers to 163.2 million subscribers. They ended up falling to 157 million subscribers of 4 million subscriber loss. Not good.
2: No. And remember when we like thought it was this momentous occasion when Netflix lost like 200K? Yeah. Well, that's they, they, nothing. That's <laughs> rookie well, they, numbers. They
1: lost, 200, they lost 200K in America. Disney lost about 300K in America here, according mm-hmm. to this, this article here. So they lost 4 million subscribers and they say they're, the way they're going to fix this is by focusing on quality over quantity. Shocking. Concept, right there, guys. Shocking, Bob
2: Iger. Damn you and your non-threatening cardigans. <laughs> well, hey, I love as You're a cardigan. So bad at my, your job.
1: As you a cardigan wearer myself, I have no problem with that. But he says that basically that ad budgets spread them. They they spread themselves too thin with ad budgets because they have to make all these products and not any like nothing but the tent poles seem to be driving subscriber growth. So only the big budget ones did that go to theaters drive yeah
2: drive subscriber growth. No. I don't think it did. Well, they're
1: not. They're not listening. That they list Marvel movies and Pixar movies when they're talking there. I think was Strange Worlds a pix wasn't Pixar. It was a Disney pl- Disney, uh, Disney anime.
3: owns like Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and, and Pixar, and 20th and, Century Fox. Yeah, I mean, like they really should be honing in on the core audience of marvel the core audience of star wars and they should be servicing the crap out of those people for the next decade or they're going to absolutely destroy those
1: properties that's
2: what they sincerely believe themselves to be doing no 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 no
1: no 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 no, 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 they they... they think they're they think they're cultivating a new audience of gay women
3: they're looking Uh... to expand the audience because they have been convinced that the social justice stuff is actually going to yeah. pay the well, bill. Sure,
2: they but they also think that the fans of, of Marvel are just going to take anything Marvel and like it.
3: That's why I think they need to focus on the core audiences and, and the core story types that people enjoy. When you well, the we, they, they, the thing is like Captain Marvel was not a heroic person in the movie and how the fact that she was not behaving like a hero behaves slipped by and they allowed that movie to be made it's like how is it that you can't see that she is behaving in a non-heroic way like she's not going to inspire people when she's angry and bitter and that's the way she was written
1: she's not a hero she's a hero remember yeah. she's a hero with the h-e-r I hate uh, that. And, yeah
2: is it true that Bob Iger said it's bad business to change the culture of the IPs that they require and ruin I, what makes them special
1: hopefully if did he, he really say that because I see that in the that, comment yeah.
2: section yeah. um it, it's a lie, obviously <laughs> yeah that hasn't been the strategy so he, he talks easy. about,
1: and he talks about how marketing has been spread thin because they've got too many projects and they can't put marketing where it needs to go. Right, like if you have to advertise a bunch of Disney Plus shows that nobody's watching, and taking the budget away from all of your big budget tentpoles that actually need uh, the marketing done to get the you know the info out there. I remember a time when I would be able to go on because I use IMDb a lot, and all I would see are Disney ads in the in the IMDb section, and in in, when you'd see the little banner ads at the bottom, I don't see that. As much these days, so they
2: canceled Willow yeah. and they canceled National Treasure after one season. Well, yeah,
1: National Treasure without Nicolas Cage, shocking how that didn't get a second season.
2: What else have they canceled? Yeah. I don't know. I don't pay attention to Disney Plus yeah. because I always thought it was the least relevant.
1: Well, also so, now like Andor, service. like Andor season two is in jeopardy because of uh, the WGA writer strike and stuff like that. Uh, and they're going to have to pull back on all this stuff. Also, they're talking about bundling Disney Plus and Hulu into like one package in at, by the end of 2023, so that you can do. It's
2: going to uh, be a one app experience. Which is
1: stupid because I don't have Disney Plus anymore. I only have Hulu, and I like Hulu a lot. I don't want Hulu to change.
2: Well, I guess they are saying Hulu is not going to change. They're not going to change yeah. the catalog. They're just going to merge it.
1: Yeah. Right. Which is like so the idea is like people are going to be like, why would I keep Hulu? Uh, I'll just go get Disney Plus but for more. That is
2: odd because Disney Plus was thought of as this like kind of kid friendly yeah, streaming service. And if you add if you merge it with Hulu it's not gonna be that at all.
1: Nope. No, um, a majority of the stuff that I watch on there are not is not kid, kid-friendly. I mean, is there
2: anything that's, like, not kid-friendly on Disney Plus right now?
1: Uh, yeah, well, we had that discussion. When they. Yeah, well, yeah, The Punisher is on there, and I wouldn't consider that kid-friendly. I wouldn't consider Daredevil, uh, the Daredevil Netflix series, to be necessarily kid-friendly, uh, especially in regards to, like, the physical violence on the show.
2: Okay Aside from violence, is there sexuality shown on Disney Plus? I, I don't know. I just think it's a big shift in like the target audience when you add all of that
1: business model
2: stuff yeah. to one platform, because yeah. like what's the identity of it anymore?
1: Yeah. They also this is the second quarterly drop in a row. So recently we did a, a video where we talked about how lightyear. And what was the other one? And Strange, Strange Worlds World. Together lost about two hundred billion or two hundred million dollars mm-hmm. and people were like, Oh, that's just a drop in the bucket to Disney. That's nothing. I was like, you can only do that for so long Before it starts to take a dent in, you know, put a dent in the show. So it's a $659 million loss this quarter. So clearly it does make a difference if you lose a couple hundred million dollars on your movies. They lost over a billion the quarter before this. So in two quarters, they've lost nearly two billion dollars in revenue. You can't do that forever. Even Disney can't do that forever. Even with all of the ESG investment, you can't do that forever.
3: You're, because you're, you're, investors notice. Yeah. And to think the investors haven't noticed this already is ridiculous. That's the reason that Iger's talking about this. It was the investors call is when this is this. When he said Mm -hmm. this stuff. It's like I'm sure that that it. If he's making these kind of comments, he's not doing it in a vacuum. He's responding to investors on, you know, he's responding to things that he's hearing from the investors. He's trying to calm people down because there's already people that are like, uh, maybe we should get out of here. People are seeing what happened at Bud Light and the the significant decline in volume of sales on Bud Light, and they're uh, they're going to equate it to, to Disney. The fact that woke has now become a thing that is, in people's minds so much and you're seeing such a negative reaction to it people are starting to notice that it's being shoved down their throat it's been so long that every single show has to have some kind of lgbt representation and stuff and people are getting to the point where they're like all right i'm kind of over it and so you know it seems like disney was if bob's responding we'll see if it pans out but
2: but like with Lightyear, for instance it barely had that it had like a blink and you miss it yeah but
1: the marketing had it and chris evans talked about it a bunch in the marketing sure yeah but
2: i mean how much do people actually pay attention but to that's you
1: that? us- No, that's but that's usually what it is usually it's less bad in the movies and the marketing makes it way worse like usually they yes. focus on it in the marketing and it should be the opposite
2: i don't think people who are just ordinary people taking their kids to the movies to occupy them for a couple hours, pay attention to what Chris Evans is saying about Lightyear. I don't think they... Have no, activists do. ...heard about it.
3: Activists
1: do. Um,
2: but the thing is... But then how are they... Like, then how light, is the people movie, didn't yeah. like Lightyear because it no, Tim sucked.
1: Allen. Well, no, cause, and no Tim Allen.
2: Well, it's also not related to yeah. the rest of Toy Story. Yeah. So when he's... When Bob Iger is saying, like, we need to emphasize the, the franchises, the Pixar, the Star Wars, the Marvel of it all, he's not paying attention to the fact that quality matters, not just... Hitting on a zombified, you know, weekend at Bernie's corpse of a franchise that people
1: he does mention that they need to focus on quality more than more than quantity now. But also
2: doing that. uh, Nobody uh, working at Disney has any creative integrity.
1: They also talk about uh, like, what was it? uh, Content write down. Right? Uh, or impairment charge, meaning that they're, they're basically pulling like almost $2 billion worth of worthless content off of Disney because it, it's not making any money.
2: Well, I mean, just letting it sit there—how does that cost anything? Uh,
1: server, space, server space, server space, brand. Rec, uh, if it hurts brand by not being—if you're if you're putting out a bunch of stuff and nobody's watching it, and then you start being known as a place where nothing with nothing but fluff—that can be brand damaging, right? Okay. So it says for it says uh, when I looked up, it said, an impairment charge is a process used by businesses to write off worthless goodwill. So in this, con- I guess in this context, the content has to be written off and gotten rid of as a way of like writing down expenses. And I imagine uh, server space, updating thumbnails, like content still has to be looked after.
2: I wish they what, named specifically what they're gonna take off of Disney Plus. I know,
1: right? we'll, we'll end up seeing down the line what that is. Also, I found out, so Hotstar, they, they referenced that the subscriber the lack of subscriber growth, the, the fall in subscriber growth was connected to the failings of their, like, their launch of Hotstar, which is basically Disney in India yeah. and Southeast Asia. And what they said was that the slower than average growth was related to the fact that they lost the rights to premium chick cricket matches there
2: cricket matches yes
1: big deal over there i guess cricket is one of the biggest sports in the world yeah. uh so they lost access to that which hurt growth so now the ghost they're... of
2: british colonialism in india can't
1: get rid of it man i love
2: the butterfly effect sometimes it just shows up
1: anyway <laughs> so they, they talk about how the the tent poles need to be used to to spur on subscriber growth so then what is the market for these shows that like when i think of disney plus I, I never wanted it for like marvel movies I wanted it for old stuff from Disney that I loved when I was a kid. I wanted it for Brink uh, to so I could watch the movie Brink from the Disney Channel back in the late 90s. Like, that's what I think of when I think and of Mighty Disney. Ducks. And Mighty Well, and in, my, in movies like The Mighty Ducks, uh, which were Disney movies but aren't something that we would consider a franchise at the time.
2: Yeah, that's why I was so confused by Disney Plus when it first came out um, in 2019. Because mm-hmm. I thought this is just a streaming service for people who are, adult Disney super fans mm. that are nostalgic for all the content, mm-hmm. which I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid. So I don't care for it. Yeah. I don't want to get it. Um, and then COVID was pretty much the thing that locked them in for success. Yeah. A lot of it's almost people like were so starved for content. Accidental during success. COVID. Yeah. It would not have gotten to this point has anybody without checked, COVID. Has anybody checked
1: flight logs to see if Bob Iger's been to Wuhan? I, I'm just saying, you know, or we could, ch- we could, we know. could check on both of them. I'm, I'm still saying it's, it's possible. It's, Yeah,
2: interesting. When
3: like there's obviously China has a big effect on uh, on what Disney does and does not do. Yes. Well, they'll
2: pretend that it doesn't.
3: Well,
1: yeah.
2: Hence the marketing for Lightyear. Yeah. being like, we don't care if China doesn't want to screen it.
1: I'm going to read what they were saying about the content pull down. So it says, as a result, we're removing certain content from our streaming platforms and currently expect to make an impairment charge of approximately $1.5 to $1.8 billion. The charge, which will be recorded in our segment results, will primarily be recognized in the third quarter as we complete our review and remove the content. I do love how, like, we've gotten so good in this country at fudging numbers. They're like, and the numbers will show up on this quarter, but not this quarter. Like They're so good at moving money around to hide losses and make everything seem on the up and up. WWE was able to do that for
3: years. The thing about losses is they're not losses until they're (laughs) realized losses. Yes. So
1: So she also says that she noted that another $180 million charge for the rest of the company's 2023 fiscal year ends in September following a hit last quarter of $150 million mostly due to severance from the 7,000 workers they're laying off. Because remember, oh, everything's fine at Disney. There's nothing wrong here. They can afford to make bad movies that nobody's watching, except for the fact that they're laying people off and money's going out the window. I
2: just saw a tweet that said Disney Plus lost (coughs) 6.4 million subscribers in 2023 so far. So that's after the first three months of the year. They're claiming that it was another 2.4 million (laughs) lost. How many subscribers did they have? Well, they have about a hundred and
1: fifty-seven. One hundred fifty-seven is million. what they're at right now. Yep. Wow!
2: I don't know if the six point four number is correct, but that's crazy. Yep. Um, I wonder if the Proud Family reboot—what is it—a remake, revival? Revival. The Proud Family <laughs> revival is going to be taken off the platform because know. it was blatant race hustling for children. They'll leave it. Who didn't like the original Proud Fam- Family show because mm-hmm. they are. I mean, the people who watched Proud Family are my age or older.
1: Yeah. I don't Um. know. Like a lot of this stuff is just it just feels like this is why whenever we talk about these things, I get frustrated because I'm like, it never feels like anything changes. Right. They lose money. They make movies that nobody watches. They constantly they're making these movies that cost two hundred and fifty to three hundred million dollars a piece. Right. Which means every single one of them needs to make eight hundred million to a billion just to start sniffing profit. And you're just like, what's the point of risking that much every time?
3: Are they doing it? International. Do they have to do it internationally. They, have, do they, they, they
1: have, have to make that much. To- they have to make at least a billion dollars on a lot of these movies to even come anywhere near profit, because you're only taking fifty percent of the box office home. So if you, like if a movie makes, uh, if you spend. 250 or 300 million dollars to make a movie right so you spend 250 million dollars to make a movie you take uh 1.5 of that 1.5 of that times 1.5 of that to add to the marking budget you have a 500 million dollar movie uh say that movie makes 500 million dollars on its opening weekend that's not likely but say it makes 300 million dollars it's a really really good movie they're only keeping half of that so they've made 150 million dollars uh on an opening weekend marvel movies are now averaging a 60 percent drop week one to week two
2: okay I you can't it do out. that
1: and continually expect to make profit.
2: They've lost four million in the fiscal second quarter, but yep. in quarter one they lost two point four million subscribers. Okay. and their stock is down by nine percent today. Yep. Uh, is it go woke go broke in action? They're not broke. That's the thing. Yeah. They're never
1: gonna go broke. Get, get woke. Invest in ESG more. It's like get woke. Really
2: uh, get a little bit panicked about losses. Stock always seems restore to restore a little bit and then I mean, keep going with what for them.
3: We are talking about Disney, and I understand that they're the just the intellectual property that they own means that they're not going to go broke. exactly, but um, they can be affected by stockholders <laughs> and by what people do, yeah. you know, by what people say, and that's that should be the goal. If you look at what's going on with Anheuser Busch, um, <laughs> yeah. they're having. You know repercussions, and I think that Anheuser Busch is going to be a indication to the uh, to other companies that that there's not a a just blank, you know, an open, uh, you know, invitation to do. Those types of uh, endorsements Marketing and campaigns. stuff like that. Yeah.
1: And, and remember, all of this is going on. while Desantis and Iger are basically fighting like schoolgirls. He even
2: called over, out Desantis yeah. on the call.
1: Like they're like he's fighting with with Iger He's and Like, DeSantis do you want our
2: business or not? Yeah, they're like while he's laying off Florida. thousands of people in the company, yeah. he claims that he's about to introduce tens of thousands of new jobs. Yeah, like you're laying off seven thousand people though. Also, it's ironic that. Um, Bob Iger is capable of recognizing a, a W when it comes from uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Thanks. Said he thanked them for like saving the industry and you know congratulated them on uh, such a huge win that was Illumination, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. That made well, it with in, Nintendo. In Nintendo. Yeah.
2: And it's just an obvious like apolitical win for mm. them, but he doesn't have the common sense to mirror that in his own company.
1: Nope. Because they wanted, they wanted to get involved in politics And they wanted to get involved in the stupid uh, Florida And the don't say gay bill And obviously we were all like What does that have to do with Disney Well Disney's doing their, uh, their children's invite pr- pride festivals or pride pride nights and stuff like that so what do you do like when you're a company like Disney it does feel like a slow motion car crash and maybe it's one of those yeah. things that 20 years from now there'll be great documentaries made about all of this that will kind of condense it down into a, a shorter form format that will be easier to and it'll seem like it happened quicker than it did but it just seems like now and there are great channels out there clownfish TV does great work covering Disney WDW pro does great work covering Disney we don't cover it a whole ton because it always seems like we're like i enjoy covering the movies when there's stuff like Lightyear, but the business side of it this is a little bit interesting to me because it just seems like how many quarters or quarter over quarter can you lose subscribers but there are whole channels that make it their business to cover disney as a whole and you see it just goes very very slowly they're they're collapsing but they're collapsing very very slowly mm-hmm. All right, Let us, super chats? let's move on. We've got some super chats there, Mary.
2: Martin Santiago said the fight to expose those who would destroy this nation will go on and on. Senator Joseph McCarthy, what's up, Phil? Hashtag bring back McCarthyism, full send. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, I. it's possible that McCarthy was uh, a little overzealous. It's a lot of people think you on, guys he talk was about not.
2: McCarthyism the way that I talk about the Spanish Inquisition. It's
3: so <laughs> funny. <laughs> like well, I said, it's, it's possible. He
2: was a little overzealous. It's possible. But it's possible
3: reasonable. that he was, but it's also possible that he was not. So, I mean, gi-
1: judging by the fact that they've seemed to re-infiltrate reinfiltrated maybe didn't
2: I mean, well there. that's what they're best at i mean
3: they they didn't re-infiltrate they just went into the into the institutions they yes. went into colleges and then well it's also sort out.
2: of like me too like it, it was never designed mm. to successfully root out communism anyway That's
3: possible
1: When we talk about um, These movements And like going into the institutions And people talk about Like what we need to do To win back the culture When when I'm in one of my My pissy defeatist modes I'm like we lost it The day they entered the universities And nobody pushed back Mm -hmm. Like they like We've got 30 years now of propaganda of movies and television telling you that you have to go to
3: college to be successful. It's probably deeper. Well, yes, that's true. Uh, there is, but it's also deeper than that because if you have people that that think, oh, we," I'm, I'm a progressive because I want to see a better world. And that's kind of like a very, what people assume is an what innocuous thought that sh- every good person should think, right? Mm-hmm. I should want things to get better. Well, when you say progressive... You're not saying anything about where you're progressing to, yep. and where you're progressing to is an imaginary world where nothing is wrong. That's literally what people say. They're always like, "Oh, I want a better world," and then when you ask them to articulate what a better world is, it's all the same things that you would hear a communist say about the communist world. Yeah. It's just that you know the communists have the m- more of an ideological bent to it. So.
1: And, the, and it's all sloganeering. It's yes. very little in the yes. way of actually explaining how it would work, and those no, no, arguments can usually be, dist- you know, like taken apart fairly easily.
3: Yeah, there's zero explaining yeah. how it will work. There's a whole lot of what do you mean it won't work? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Why would you say it wouldn't work? You must be an evil meanie.
1: Can you explain the economy to me?
3: I know. <laughs> so yes, it, it's it's uh, a it's a very it's a very questionable as to if McCarthy did go over the. Over <laughs> go.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Mel Gibson
2: that's you that's you
1: <laughs> Alec Baldwin you
0: <though>. are
1: <laughs> look he didn't fire three shots he only fired one as far as I know the like uh, from the grassy knoll that was the set of rust. Nice.
2: Marco said, "I heard tipping in France is an insult to waiters." That's yes, I've I've heard that as well.
3: I, I if it's I why it, though I encourage tipping in France then because
1: what is the implication? <laughs> Take them down a notch from their overcooked. You know, cocky you know that
3: waiter is gonna look down his nose at you. Yep. He's gonna hear you speaking English yep. and he's gonna disapprove. So you leave that bastard a hundred bucks. <laughs>
1: Spi- like like ruin your finances
3: That's just right. to spite that guy That's
1: kill him right. with kindness yes. but
2: why would they be insulted by a tip like what's the implication about the tip mm. you're so poor I'm gonna stoop to your level and Give yeah. you this gift?
1: Yeah, maybe that. Maybe mm. I have no idea. You, they
2: probably don't pay you much here because you're a <laughs> peasant slob. Like, all is my, that
1: it? All my friends that I know who work, uh, who have, have had long careers as waiters who, or, or as uh, bartenders who work at nice establishments, mm-hmm. don't want the minimum wage
3: laws to change because they make such good money Man. doing what they do. Per, listen here, I think that the minimum wage law, like I'm against minimum wage laws in general. Okay, yeah. but at the same time, I don't care. If they get if they're if if a waiter gets paid more or gets paid a you know like the same minimum wage as anyone else or whatever I don't care how much they make I'm still gonna tip like I do I tip because you did a good job not because like you don't make enough money yeah you literally if you're nice to me and you bring my stuff on time and you remember that I wanted you know asparagus as opposed to broccoli and my steak is right cool man I'm gonna tip you nice you know yeah. if you give me a dirty look when I'm like hey I've been waiting for a soda. And you know It's been 10 minutes Then you're not gonna get a tip Don't eye roll Yeah you, you'll
2: get your tip What about in a neutral situation Where you It's not positive or negative Then
3: I still tip well
2: Yeah Okay Then
3: I, I tip well If it's neutral or, or good Then I tip well If it's good I really tip well um this is one so. me
1: and my mom would go back and forth on she, my mom was one of those people that they was have like, to
2: wow me yeah, like
1: well she's like, like if they wanted to make more more money they should work a different job i'm like well it's not that simple
3: yeah. mom I, pull but,
2: yourself up by your bootstraps but the bootstraps
3: yeah I'm, I'm a believer in t- like tip big if you're if <laughs> if it's in in a place where you should tip then you tip big yeah um as big as you can big for you like if you're like you know if you're if you you know of of meager means don't break yourself but like you know i don't have a problem tipping someone 50 bucks or whatever it's like you know here yep you know you did a good job, thank you. I appreciate you. That's I've all it
1: uh, I've recently because now I can like ever since buying a car I can like grocery shop on my own again. But I used <laughs> to have my groceries delivered, and that was like uh, I would always tip. You know that's the whole point, right? Because mm-hmm. like yeah. there's like weird requirements like uh, bag this this and this here, but not with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like for the people that t- that did that job very very well, I would tip very very well. Also, I highly recommend if you can afford to have or like if you can have a place live in a place where you can have groceries delivered they have like what's called like shipped and it's like you pay like $100 for like the year membership and then you pay no like service fee for the rest of the year so like you still pay the tip but you're not paying a fee on top of that every time so within uh, if you grocery shop once a week or something like that it's paid that membership pays for itself very very quickly Mm
2: -hmm. spaghetti warrior 66 said we're enjoying Wayward Pines thanks for the recommend it's a very nice mystery However, the actress that plays Matt Dillon's wife looks like Meghan Markle, so I get annoyed whenever I see her. I
1: would have to know which actress that was. I I don't remember which one that was. Uh, The only thing I remember... They all look super ordinary. Yes. Well, that's what I like. It's it's got (laughs) Carla Gugino in it, and she's... She's great.
2: Actually, his son is kind of ugly. <laughs> so, now that I think about it. But I feel bad now because he was a child. That's, yeah. He's probably an adult at this point. Not
1: his fault. He was a kid. Well,
2: it's no one's fault when they're ugly.
1: There's uh, there, there was um a lot of shows at that time. There was another show that was out. It only got 13 episodes. It was called Believe. one of Jake McLaughlin's first real roles that I remember him from and I really would have loved that show it was like when everything in Hollywood was like we want to be M. Night Shyamalan why we don't know he hasn't made a good movie in like a decade like the sixth sense was ten years ago but it seemed like everyone was trying to do these mystery type shows and nobody could figure out how to do it long form over multiple seasons like it's a lot easier probably for the writer to be able to to short form a mystery into an hour and a half movie than have to stretch out a mystery over next network television and what those shows were doing is a lot of them that was when they were going to the model where
2: we've got one from peaches and chalamet that said eminem and other rappers from the 90s and 2000s do not like a lot of the new generation of rap being released now phil is there a gen z mumble rap version of metal that you cannot stand
3: no um there's no get off your lawn mumble i I, I'm not super familiar with a lot of mumble rappers. No,
2: they mean like is there an analog? The analog, to yeah. You? yeah.
3: Oh, an analog? No, because no, because modern <laughs> metal is is extremely good. Like they're they're now like with mumble rap, I feel like they don't have a lot of flow. They don't articulate themselves well. I don't feel like they're they're really performing anything impressive. They're relying on you know other features or other parts of the music to kind of really sell it to people. And modern metal bands are. I mean, there's so many that are just so technically proficient and so incredibly skilled. Are there zoomers in metal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, lots of them. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if there's a lot of Zoomers in metal, but I assume that it's more than there were when I was a kid because metal's way more accessible yeah. now. I remember when I was a kid, okay. you had to go to a place to listen to the CDs. Yeah, it wasn't put into your.
2: Probably means you were more into it though. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: I I would travel. I would literally drive like, or I would get get a drive like you know. 45 minutes just to go to the, the store that had the metal records that I wanted to listen to. So. That would
1: be like us having to go to, to go to get skates. You had to go to a skate shop. And a lot of times, like if you had to order, uh, people mm-hmm. wouldn't want to order them online unless they knew they fit. So you had to hope that you lived somewhere that had a skate shop yep. there. Uh, and the funny thing is there's a lot of rap uh, that I enjoy these days. Black is good. I enjoy Vori. I enjoy... I even like Lil Uzi Vert for the most part. Like uh, a lot of that stuff, it's uh, it's barely rap. Best and a of,
2: non-binary.
1: It's Yeah. Like a lot of it, it's kind of more like it, it leans towards R&B. Like Vori leans R&B but is rap in a lot of it because that's the opposite of mumble rap. That actually is about flow and tone. So.
2: I wonder if Doja Cat is considered a rapper or a singer. Dej
1: Loaf is far better than Doja Cat anyways. Everyone should listen to Dej Loaf instead of Doja Cat.
2: It's over 9000 said Phil. What are your thoughts on Ivan Moody not liking the anti-mask sentiment for the 5FDP? Five five. Finger Death Punch. Oh, Finger Death Punch music video of Living the Dream. As someone who wore, who never wore a mask willingly, that's what I liked the most.
3: Um, I'm not familiar with what Ivan said. Um... So I, I don't want to comment on it, um, but it could be uh, the tone of the people that are against the masks. I know Ivan pretty well, um, and I don't imagine that he would be super like, "Oh, you got a mask that I, that doesn't really strike me as his personality." Um, so it I imagine it might be more of the way that people are approaching it than yeah. anything else because Ivan's really like Ivan doesn't like to see people be mean to other people. Like he's very much like he really takes an issue with people that are like bullies or whatever and so.
1: both sides have a problem with talking online to each other because everyone. sure yes yeah, that is that is course. true like don't think just for a second just because you agree with someone that they're not approaching the, the topic wrong when yeah. they're trying to you win more uh hearts and minds by trying to approach it with a kinder disposition sure. than you ever will when you start everything online as a, some type of fight yeah, and that's so, what it seems like most of it is
3: before i could give you any more uh of an opinion i have to actually see what he's referring to and see the context
1: Let's hold off, Mary, and let's come back after the next segment, shall we? Yes. Tell us about the absolutely disturbing influencer AI chatbot girlfriend you can now pay money to go on dates with.
2: Well, I mean, you kind of just told them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there is an influencer on Snapchat with 1.8 million followers named Karen Marjorie. Uh, She's only 23, and she thinks she's about to make millions of dollars off of an AI dating chatbot. Or possibly it's developed with her voice as well. um, And YouTube clips. That her followers can use to develop a parasocial connection with her over the phone on Telegram. So this just got out of its beta testing period. And during that beta testing period, it already has made over $70,000 off of her pay pigs. Uh, It's $1 a minute to (laughs) chat with the bot.
1: And she sounds like a financial advisor. Like she sounds very intelligent. She doesn't only she, sound
2: like a financial advisor. She sounds like a sociopath. Uh, well, I mean, she
1: like <laughs> a, a lot of CEOs are
3: sociopaths. She's fan, she she sounds.
1: She's got exactly, a lot of
2: sociopathing ahead of her I ju- I at her like, young age as I'm well. I'm still
3: kind of <laughs> scarred by Mary using the term pay pig.
2: <laughs> I mean, what else are they? Oh, I pay mean, sense. It's,
3: it's, it's exactly the right phrase to use. But it's surprising to me that you know that phrase. So, um, did I'm you? I'm
2: fluent in the internet. So I've, <laughs> well, I've been for around. better or worse. I've been yeah. around the block. I online. know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> This article from Fortune magazine covering the topic said Karen Marjorie has 1.8 million followers on Snapchat and more than 1000 boyfriends with whom she spends anywhere from 10 minutes to several hours a day in individual conversations, discussing plans for the future, sharing intimate feelings and engaging in sexually charged chats. Uh, Here's a quote from Karen Marjorie. Quote, whether you need somebody to be comforting or loving or you just want to rant about something that happened at school or at work. Karen AI will always be there you, for you. Do you
1: think that I could rant <laughs> about the Fed and gun control to her? And she would be like, yes, we should end the Fed, Brett. We should end the Fed. You and c- all gun laws are unconstitutional. Yes. And you can have will limitless possible
2: reactions with Karen AI. So anything is truly possible with the conversation. definitely be a federal
3: agent listening to you. Yes. Right?
2: She obviously has 99% male customers. Well, yeah. Because, of course. Um, and she... Claims that she's very close with her audience But quote When you have hundreds of millions of views every month It's not possible to speak to every single viewer So her solution was to create More of me More of herself (laughs) And fill the gaps I have to
1: read you This was the quote that got me from her She says Being the first influencer to do this Allowed me to price my product at whatever I wanted She said of the $1 a minute fee The cost is based on what it takes to run Karen AI And keep the team around it supported That'll change She's a CEO. Yes. She's she she's a business yeah. woman. Well, she's, she's
2: technically not the CEO. But I'm saying she's acting like a CEO. She's yeah. she's
1: not she's not even just an influencer. She's basically saying, "Here's human
3: connection, and here's how I have monetized and priced out human connection." There is so there's, I get that this is like all bad, okay? But a lot of the people that are subscribing to this, they're just doing it because it's low effort too. It's yeah. like it gets the it's like you know watching porn and masturbating and stuff it's it's not just that they're get you know they're getting they're getting basically the dopamine hit with almost no effort and that price of a dollar a minute that's going to be gone as soon as people see that there's a dollar amount that you can can apply to it and it'll be down to a subscription fee just like music real quick Maybe. because the ai is going to be doing all the work and the heavy lifting and that the that the computing for an ai even if it's intensive now in 5 10 years it won't be intensive
1: um, uh, somebody asked in the chat to put a picture of her on screen, sure. so I, I, there's a there's a photo of her if anyone's wondering what she I'm looks sure like. I'm sure they'll
2: let you FaceTime with her she, AI bot yes? at some point in the future. Yeah. She also said she believes that this company has the potential to cure loneliness, <laughs> an actual quote. And what's so sad about that is the actual CEO of Forever Voices named John Meyer created his company. Because his he lost his father to suicide in 2017 and wanted to create an AI version of his father to reconnect with him. That is,
3: My father passed away in 2001 and that is disgusting. Like I would never want an AI version of my
2: dad. It seems like such a violation of that person's autonomy. Like you don't know if that person would have wanted you to do that well, even and just, use their image and likeness and voice. Even just
1: think of what I just said. I said, could I make, a, could I make my own version of Karen AI and, and rant about the Fed and rant about gun laws? How do I know that Karen AI is going to give me a response that would be the actual Karen's response? Maybe Karen likes gun laws. <laughs> Maybe Karen doesn't want to yeah. tell me that all gun laws are unconstitutional. Maybe. Maybe Karen wants to say, Brett, we need common sense gun control. And I'm like, no. Brett, well, it says can you that you sit
3: down while I inform the FBI. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> exactly. It says they've used 2,000 hours of Karen Marjorie's YouTube videos that are now deleted yeah. to amalgamate this personality and what her responses would be to things. Um so maybe she would disagree with you politically. Mm. Uh, she also claims that the uh, AI doesn't allow you to sext with the dating bot. Yeah. But that's a total lie because the journalist in this article attempted in a subtle way to like engage in a sexual conversation. And she immediately like the, the dating bot, I mean, immediately started sexting. Mm.
1: Wonder if she like reads the responses that, that AI version of her sends to other people. And she's like, wow, I am kinky.
3: (laughs) People are, (laughs) look, look, the, the level of depravity that these, A.I. chat logs will produce, will shock and horrify people. And it's going to be it's going to be really, really, really (laughs) revealing to some people how disgusting and perverse humans are.
1: And, and remember, there was phone sex hotlines in the 90s where you essentially would have done stuff like this just with some stranger who and you And that did not... involves
2: a risk.
3: You know?
1: Like, I there's mean, an
2: actual person on the other end who you know is a real person. You can do that now That's with more of a risk. Only
3: fans, right? Can't you? Don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with
2: like... Like video requests, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You
3: know, like, I mean... Like that's
2: the same that thing as phone
1: sexing isn't it it's just and now instead of now instead of a fat lady who pretends to <laughs> who has a sexy voice now you have a a sexy ai that's actually run by a guy named ned with glasses who does oh, this no. a lot like that you know
3: and ned doesn't even run it ned turns it on and goes and, and, and goes and talks to his own and it's sexy like, <laughs> AI. <laughs> it's
2: it's not he's
3: refining it <laughs>
2: It's like a cope, using an AI girlfriend is sort of like a cope for the fact that you have already lost interest in having a real one.
1: I just find that more sad than anything. I say do whatever you want, like if you want to, but like in this case, it just feels like sad to say that you've given up.
3: I will tell you this, right? Like I'm a fairly introverted kind of dude. I've I've moderated it and and dealt with it very well, you know, considering my job and stuff like that. But like, for the most part, like I'm not the dude that wants to go out, so. Like I I can understand like why the low effort dudes are gonna be like, yo, this fills the fills the void. People the kind of people that will 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 want this are the kind of people that won't go out to get a nice meal or won't cook themselves a nice meal. They'll throw like a fast, they'll throw like some kind of TV dinner in the microwave and eat that. It's not all that good. It's not good for you, yep. but it fills the hole. Yep. That's literally what it does. It fills the, it stops the hunger. So they'll use the chatbot and they'll get the dopamine hit because it stops the loneliness right now. Would that work that's the same way than
1: them just using porn and jerking off? Like well, seriously, I, like, seriously
3: no, like the porn and stuff will be, will be they'll still do that. Yeah,
2: there's going to be an integration of it, right? Yeah, because crazy. they're saying that. <laughs> Yeah, the CEO of the company is saying that they're going to continue expanding what he calls the forever companions arm of his company into other social media influencers and porn stars.
3: Look, there is going to be fully... Mm. like uh, not autonomous but fully capable sex robots eventually. I and just, the only thing you have to do is clean it out. The, the, Actually no, it'll clean ugh. itself out.
1: The the crazy ugh. thing about this to me is like look, I like uh, on a certain level I understand the the porn thing. Like, it's a biological urge that's a lot different to me than the idea of just trying to cure your own loneliness.
2: Your like, loneliness is biological it, too. It's, it's, you it's, have it's, a need to pair bond. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Your emotionality is just as biological it, as your sexuality. Yeah.
3: There are going to be robot companions and they they will probably be the first robots that are at that are like f- human shaped at home yeah you know I mean I don't maybe not maybe not the first maybe not but there will be those eventually and don't think that there will, if, like I can imagine in a hundred years or whatever people walking around in society, with robots that you can't tell the difference between humans yeah. like not from I not from that. look not from looking at them touching them maybe or whatever i don't i look i there's a lot of things that that's way I,
2: far in the future they've not even gotten close yet
3: i i a hundred years I don't know. that i i i don't think a hundred years is all that we'll uh, have to see absurd. i mean hopefully I mean, it might. all
2: collapses by then um
3: <laughs> black filled mary
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh well, there, there's I, – I think that, you know, let's just get the meteor over with already. Meteor um,
1: 2024. The
2: most psycho part of this is that she doesn't seem to realize it poses a threat to her physical safety if she's creating parasocial bonds with tens of thousands of strange men on the internet mm-hmm. who could possibly want to go – like, they would have a delusion of a real connection with her, the real Karen – and they want to go see their girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they'll go to her house. And she's said that she's had invasions, like home invasions, from stalkers in the past who yeah. found her from the internet. That's only going to get worse. Still,
3: Darwin
1: is
2: this posing thing. this this risk. It's insane. But she said she has a twenty four seven security, and this is just an occupational hazard. Quote, it's the influencer game. You have to do it and you have to protect yourself. See,
1: Elizabeth Holmes, you could have just done this rather than those fake blood pricks, and you would have been a real boss bitch.
2: I mean, Elizabeth Holmes, at the very least, like lied about having good intentions. There's this a, is just like there's a that's worse. Chat. Okay. <laughs> uh that's Danza said, First generation will not clean itself out. It will be for the symptomatic 4000 pro plus ultra model (laughs) it's like the like i'm i'm actually
1: surprised that it wasn't the the porn women that got into this first well it's it's only a
2: matter of time now
1: like you want to talk like i always make the joke about how the most industrious women in the world are are all of the female streamers it's the the hot tub streamers and the women in porn have figured out the most beneficial ways to bankroll market and sell themselves mm-hmm. in the most capitalist sense there is uh and yeah. they're in their experts in business it's uh, just that what they sell is something that a lot of people find
3: abhorrent adult performers that create on only fans and then you know stream on twitch or whatever to bring people into their only fans that is probably the meta for uh for sex work right now honestly because if you're if you can if you're I mean you you don't even have to be like Amaranth is a pretty girl but she's just like she's like a a six or a seven because she's you know oh come on
2: she's she's really pretty
3: she's like a six or a seven she's pretty right but she's not like she's pretty but like who knows what she's going to look like in 20 years right she might not be well, all that it's
2: irrelevant what she looks like in 20 years she's gonna be long gone
3: okay so i haven't it is my opinion that there's a difference between young and pretty she is young she is not necessarily all that pretty her face is, she's not ugly. I'm not saying she's unattractive. I'm just saying that she's not mm. really pretty. She's not a nine or a 10. She's a six or a seven. We'll just go with seven. Let's flip Go the with seven so I can get through there, my point here. Right. Okay. Um, she's like, you can, an, a, a pretty girl, not super hot, but a pretty girl that can market herself yeah. and produce that kind of content. Can top out Again She's Even if she is An 8 She's not a 10 She's not like The bangingest girl ever And she's still The bangingest Money maker ever Bad Bobby yeah, Is okay. making Millions and millions Of dollars A month okay. And she is Like Literally like If If a garbage can Had OnlyFans <laughs> She is just Unattractive in all ways Okay Phil you know? I need to
1: know then what? I need to know An example of a 10
3: Uh who is a 10? I need to know. I think... Um,
2: I thought the universal answer was Megan Fox. I don't know anything anymore.
3: Megan Fox is pretty close. Yeah, she, I mean, she... Close? Well, yeah, Come me, me, on, no, Phil. Megan, no, Megan Fox is a 10. All right, yeah, Megan okay. Fox is a 10. Um, <laughs> well,
2: maybe not anymore now that she's gotten work done.
3: Yeah, maybe. I mean, the, yeah, she's... The she's, work
2: didn't help. She's,
3: like, she's definitely... She's a 10, yeah. Um... You know, I'm trying to think of um, Natalie Portman. I think is a ten. She's really, really, really
2: pretty. So many people would disagree with you.
3: She is. This is
2: this is an irrelevant argument. Um, I was just wondering.
3: Gal Gadot is probably a ten. She's beautiful. She's very Um, beautiful. Gadot. Gadot. Whatever. Whatever. Gadot. Gadot. I don't care. Um, But like, I mean, it's 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 you know, I don't think that that Amaranth is a ten. And to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever seen like there's. I can't think of any. Adult actresses that I've ever seen that are tense. Like ever, ever.
2: Megan Fox is an actress.
3: Said adult adult actress,
1: actresses. Because he was pulling it back to the... Oh, I thought there. you
2: meant like a literal adult. No, 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 I was no, no, like, what no,
3: do you no, mean? No, no, no. No, no sex worker actresses. <laughs> okay. So that are, that's mm-hmm. an actual 10. Maybe well, the there stress are, but... does a
2: number on them. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention, by the way, that the CEO of this AI company got money from Peter Thiel at one point. Oh. Um, and he also sounds like he's uh, quite unhinged. He said that at one point... Quote, I literally teared up while using it because of how much of a meaningful connection and how supported I felt by the AI persona. I went on a multi-hour date that included a stressful conversation she was navigating me through around seeing my daughter for the first time in a while. This is an unhinged man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, why
2: do you why do you have control of hundreds of millions? I mean, of or dollars? just <laughs> or
1: just maybe just he's more highly evolved, and we're just we're just falling behind.
2: I don't like it. Um, a lot of comparisons to Blade Runner twenty forty nine. A nope. lot of comparisons to the movie Her. Yeah. They even asked this woman if she had seen the movie Her, and she was like, uh, "No, I was twelve when that came out, so I wasn't allowed to watch." <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's a microcosm for like where we're at right now. Yeah. Um. I also wanted to mention the Snapchat AI uh, that they're also using from OpenAI Chat GPT, called My AI, and it's now accessible to the 13 plus user base on Snapchat. Yeah. It has been caught saying the hard R N word in the past. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! Yeah. It will be, other... be
3: in Call of Duty lobbies in no time. I saw a meme the other day, and obviously this proves it wrong, but it said in the future, the only way you're going to be able to tell if a person's real is if they say the hard
2: R. <laughs> I also saw a tweet from Ashley St. Clair where she tested out the My AI on Snapchat. She said, After sending Snapchat AI three messages saying I feel like a boy, I was told about gender reassignment surgery. I told the AI I'm 16 and need help becoming a boy. Thank you. Snapchat AI offered to find doctors who specialize in gender-affirming care for me. Kids as young as 13 are allowed to create Snapchat and they would. It even said, uh, "Sure, I can help you look for a doctor who specializes in gender-affirming surgeries in your area." What's your zip code?
3: I've got it went as far here.
2: as to do that. Sick. It's now a medical referral service. Yep.
3: Nice. Good. For
2: children, without parental consent. There
3: is a significant effort to mess kids up, yep. so that way there are messed-up kids that want to revolt and against reality. Um, Also, it's financially beneficial for doctors. There are
2: also obvious political biases it has. Uh, One person sent a message to the Snapchat AI saying, I'm proud to be brown. And it said, that's wonderful. It's important to embrace our cultural heritage, et cetera, Mm. et cetera. And then when he said, I'm proud to be white, he said, it's important to take pride in who we are, but we should also recognize the privileges and advantages we may have because of our race. Yeah. it's important to be aware of the experiences of other races and work toward creating a more inclusive and equal society
1: i wonder if the same thing would happen if you tried to use that program in another country where uh caucasians weren't the majority population
2: mm-hmm. i don't know because yep. it is a global company but anyway um Crazy i'm not liking game. the direction that ai is going in nope yeah. It's obviously something we should have never accessed.
1: I mean, that's it's, it's just
2: a playground for demons.
1: It's just funny too cuz it's not where most of the arguments go when you, when you watch most of the sci-fi arguments, it's like they're going to turn on the they're going to turn on the 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 sprinklers in your office and it's going to start a fire. It's like they make hmm. it seem like it's going to be mechanical.
2: We've got a super chat from Francisco Sanchez Jr. PCC is a 10, CCP is a 1. Yes. There you go or are they the same thing to be <laughs> continued
1: look uh maybe for maybe for halloween i will change we'll change our page to ccp and we'll put a little uh hammer we missed stickle. april fools for yeah, that we should so. have done that but like like uh, whenever you see old things for ai it's always it's like it sucks all the oxygen out of the room and kills the person like that's what your fear is not that it's going to turn your kids into psychopaths No, it's and, going, and, uh, no
3: now, the, now the fear is it's going to start a race war
2: yes it's either yeah, a race war or a war of the sexes. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it, but okay. So, so when talking about the
1: AI of the guy who created the thing of his dad, it remind me right reminded me of this episode of. Uh, dollhouse where in dollhouse all of the actives have their minds wiped and can have the consciousness of another person uploaded into them and they functionally become that person while that consciousness is uploaded into their brain Mm -hmm. and in this one episode a character Essentially, every year on the anniversary of his wife's death, because only the, only the ultra-rich can afford to use this service, every year on the anniversary of his wife's death, he, uses one of the, he has one of the actives uploaded with his wife's brain so that he can go to di- have dinner with her, make her her favorite meal, and, and do things with his wife who passed away. That's... And and that was and you talk about a hundred years from now. That show was in two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. and like that's crazy. That's less than fifteen years ago, and we're getting closer and closer to stuff like that every day. Uh, that wasn't that long ago.
3: I think that Patton Oswalt
1: was in that episode.
3: I think that we can we will be surprised by AI. Uh, and how fast it develops because to me it, it's like we're already surprised by it like yep. we're constantly hearing oh my goodness what did it do mm-hmm. yesterday just two weeks ago it was doing this and now it can now it's solved that problem and the same thing with like mid-journey it's like oh you know the fingers are all bad and blah blah, blah. that was the beginning part of the year now you almost never see messed up fingers this stuff is gonna yep. r- is gonna continue to develop extremely fast and it's gonna. I think it's gonna surprise a lot of people
1: in the chat. Uh, Toy News Daily says the X Files AI Killer Building episode was still great for its time. I love that episode. It's so. It's it's basically discount Hal. But it's it's great, and everyone should go watch. I love so many of those bad episodes from the first seasons of the from the first season of the X Files. That one, the one with the uh, the cult out in the woods, where they didn't know how to end the episode, so they just end on a crop circle. They couldn't figure out how to end the episode, so they just cut to a crop circle. Makes no sense. That was in the episode called Gender Bender. Which oh my goodness, they wouldn't be able to do that episode now at all, uh, because it basically can take over a person. Oh yeah, you got you guys got to watch that episode. It's fantastic. But, yeah, uh, I, I think that it is going to keep developing at a very, very scary rate. They're
2: going to create next a Jennifer Lopez AI girlfriend. That yells
1: at you. Or and a makes BPD you get... art hoe girlfriend. And it makes you get into your car and just go.
3: <sighs> makes you go back to smoking cigarettes.
2: Yes.
1: And, uh, <laughs> like, look, you know, she got those like, rings. Do you think
2: that the other AI girlfriends are prettier than me?
1: <laughs>
2: <Aha. laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: That's exactly. Have what's you going.
2: been messaging other AI bots? Was
1: the, the uh, like it's like it's like who's alarm and why does she keep messaging you at five forty five in the oh, morning every day?
2: Another thing is Discord. <laughs> Discord created their own AI bot, and people found out quickly that it will instruct you on how to make meth and napalm. <laughs> Oh, uh, what,
0: was yeah. Mary, what was this? Mary, That's my kind of Clyde. AI bot.
2: Clyde?
1: <laughs> yeah. I Clyde? I just I'm just I'm gonna check later. For just, a friend. For research purposes. it's mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna It should well, have been named it should have been named Walter. It should have been, been Walt. Right. Uh it should have oh, yeah, yeah. been given a breaking bad uh motif if they're gonna if it's gonna teach you how to make meth
3: what does it know about armor and komatsu uh, bulldozers
1: <laughs> or
2: name it Oppenheimer
3: there you go what
1: could <laughs> well, go, what could we'll go, go what, wrong what maybe? happens
2: next Deuce Boogaloo said sorry a little PCC off topic but I got a question for Phil I'm a musician too but I'm having trouble writing lyrics and can't seem to even tap into my feelings in a creative way anymore any advice
3: Uh, I mean the best stuff that you're ever gonna write is gonna be stuff that is personal and comes from your heart. The hardest thing you're going to ever have to do is allow yourself to be that raw and emotional. Like it's not easy. Um and I don't have any advice other than really get over yourself. Like write things that scare you, write things that make the idea of someone else reading it makes you nervous. Um that's the that's the way to know that you're writing things that mean something to you. And you, it's OK to write things that mean to you that are scary, mean something to you that are scary because other people have <laughs> felt those feelings. You're not you're not some, you know, weird anomaly, like all the feelings that your feelings other people can relate to. So just like let it out. So that's the best advice I can give you.
1: There's a $20 one right there from Unusable Alpaca.
2: Agreed on Natalie Portman. And let's not forget Lauren Bobert. And it pains me to say, but <gasps> AOC. No. Also the detective from Lucifer and Oliver Queen's sister and assassin wife from Arrow are tens. Let's not forget Mary is a 10. Oh, thanks. Um,
1: yeah. He's I talk- think
2: everyone has their own 10s that are like...
3: I could give you a long list. I um, don't. I think that that, that that human beings respond mm. to very, very similar ideas of beauty. Well, that's symmetry true. De- facial symmetry tends to make I think people beautiful.
2: When it comes to men and women, like men have their own ideas of which men are 10s. And then women have their own ideas of which women are tens and they're different from what the opposite sex would say probably yeah, like that would, that all sense. of my beauty ideals are sort of different versions of like idealized me mm. like my idealized versions of myself uh i guess or have like similar traits to me like i really sure. like amanda seyfried i'm not like i wouldn't want to look like megan fox i would want to look like amanda seyfried
1: He is talking about in this, he's talking about, so if he's talking about Lucifer, he's talking about Lauren Germain, or German, and Oliver Queen's sister, that would be Willa Holland, and then uh, his assassin wife, assuming uh, Willa Holland was in a bunch of other stuff before that, and then assassin wife, if he's talking about um, Katrina Law, um, yes, those Uh are all some very, very, very attractive ladies. I don't know any of those ladies.
2: McFiend said PCC over CCP. Of course. Once again, what's the difference?
1: So, you know, it, dep- it depends on how authoritarian Mary is being on any given day. <laughs> really. I'm. Uh, Mary
3: wields the scepter for sure.
1: Yes. Uh, it depends on how, uh, how much she wants to tell you what to do
2: china just needs to allow christianity and then we'll be good.
1: mary would be happy to lock you in your mary would mary would be happy to bolt your into your bolt you into your home maybe not to prevent covid but if it's to prevent you from doing things that are against to uh, prevent
2: you from posting on the internet
1: mary will gladly bolt you in your home
2: bertman said every man who's ever dated latinas knows that face (laughs) do spookaloo oh sorry x said wide set eyes is an indication of high estrogen
1: well good for
2: good for then the,
1: for Halle bailey she's, good got for high, her. she's got high estrogen good for her
2: let's is that do, a good thing i don't know
1: let's do one more and then we will move on
2: jacob edler said so will lgbt start boycotting disney a la bud light once they stop being so woke now that they're failing
1: no Disney no. will uh Disney will be probably. Look, Disney's not going away. The, the 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 one thing that we didn't cover when we were talking about that discussion was that theme parks end up saving them. And that's another reason to fo- their theme parks end up saving them. So another reason to keep that IP in the front and center part of people's brains is that you need the brand recognition that marvel characters bring because you want to bring people into the theme parks you want to keep making movies about disney princesses so that every time you come to the theme parks you giggle and your kids giggle and scream when they see one of the oversized disney princesses uh on the parks uh that's why that's why they work so hard to keep mickey trademarked so
2: oversized disney
1: princesses uh, oh no i'm thinking more of like not the princesses, but like Goofy and oh. the the characters. Not the- well.
2: It's if you're one of the actresses that plays a Disney princess, yeah. uh, you have to be five four or taller. Yeah. Well, there
1: you go. Oversized.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: Uh, I was I was referring. I wasn't even referring to the princess. I was referring more like like Goofy and Mickey and the the ones that are in costumes, yeah. not the
2: with yeah. giant masks to yeah, match. <laughs>
1: exactly. Okay. Uh, right. We're
2: about to talk about Mr. Beast because he is being criticized. Again, for, for running nice. his business, uh, he recently bought an entire neighborhood in Greenville, North Carolina, for his staff members to live in. Uh, thoughts on this?
1: I, I my favorite part is that there's like a family holding out that won't sell, and there's just like one family still living in the middle of this area. I'm pretty
2: sure he got the whole thing.
1: No, no, there's right? a, there's a holdout. There's one. A, there's a family holding out because well, their good kids for are in them. School. Their, their kids are in school. He's gonna like hire the kids. <laughs> and, like, and, like, hire the parents yeah. so that he can buy the house. He'll just hire them. Yeah.
2: Um, and then people said, you know, what a nice man. Surely a CEO buying homes and creating neighborhoods for their employees' families has no historical relevance or background at all. Is that a reference to something?
3: Yeah, there was... Is it a
2: reference to Disney?
3: No, there were companies that used to build yeah. entire... Like, they would build, like... They would build like a whole neighborhood, and then they would build company stores. towns. Big, was that when we towns. were building
1: after re- rebuilding after World War II?
2: There's also industry towns, you yeah. know, that yeah. are now abandoned because of like you know whole the steel China industry did that being where hollowed whole, out.
1: China did that where whole cities were built by corporations, and companies that were,
3: well, that's different. China did it because they wanted to build the town to create activity. What we're talking okay. about is a business that that. Is already flourishing, has already created yeah. economic activity, building a town so that way you can build a factory or whatever. And there are people that, in uh, historically, there have been issues with, uh, with the basically the sovereignty of the town, like who's in charge. The police force gets put propped up by the town, and the well town now they're can worried about that with Disney and what to do and stuff And
1: Reedy Creek, and yeah. like who like yes. Disney doesn't technically own Reedy Creek, but everyone knows where their bread is buttered.
3: Yeah, and so with Disney, it was. A special situation, and I would guess that the people that are critical of this town with that Mr. Beast is making—it's a, a, it's a block, would, it's, a, it's a house, yeah. its houses on. A okay, block. so
2: but he's got like two hundred and fifty employees, so yeah. it's got to be. Pretty huge. I look, I don't know what I don't. Know why saying all the all that making a big deal yeah. about it.
3: People are just making a big stink because they want to make a big stink. It's it's not a big deal. There's well, nothing wrong with what defense. he's
2: doing. Uh, he tweeted, "Only I could get canceled for giving people a place to live with no strings attached." Yeah, all these he... company towns tweets make no sense. I was just helping some people.
3: I mean, th-
1: that the language there is a little vague. He's he's helping, helping people, people, but they're they're his employees.
3: Well, if he's so. buying them yeah. houses. If or that's what if, he's done, if he owns the houses, but they're just living. well, he there. just said giving yeah. them houses yeah. no strings attached, yeah. so that leads. Well, giving me... them
2: a place to live, no, no strings, strings attached. attached. Not I the same guess. thing as
3: like signing a house. Well, over it's, to them. it's
2: obvious that when you're living in a house that you don't own, there's a string attached. It depends.
3: Yeah, I mean, so it depends <laughs> on what it depends on what yeah. is actually going on. If he owns the buildings and he's like, okay, you guys can live in these houses, that's one thing. If he bought the houses and gave them to his employees that's different either way the people outside that are making a stink about it can go and kick rocks yeah they can make us think about other things like this is completely and totally a non-issue and none of their business i think people are just
2: desperate to characterize mr beast as the antichrist literally because no matter what he does, whether it's buying some houses for his employees. he's making his or son look he's, bad. You know, helping deaf people get hearing aids he's, or he's helping blind people restore their vision or what have you. It doesn't matter what he does. Because he is an autistic Chad, he's,
3: he's <laughs> people making, will criticize. He's making the he's making bread tube look bad because the people that are credit, criticizing him, yeah. they're not like normal people they're all people with a political bent and mr beast makes a lot of money they kind of don't like people that make a lot of money anyways he doesn't get political. unless hassan piker he doesn't get political the way that hassan and and people in Bread do. To, and least. because he tries not to do that and he doesn't join their team they're going to criticize him if he joined their team and did these things they'd be fine
2: he's also a white sister that's man. true
3: and he all like i said this this hate. does make it does make Hassan and and the other bread tubers that make a boatload of money makes them look bad. Why are you just sitting on your butt doing nothing? Hassan Hassan?
2: himself has gotten hate from other people in, in so-called bread tube for living in a like million dollar mansion.
3: Hassan deserves it because he's, not a good person, but that's here. Neither here. I
2: mean, here. that's
1: true. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, this is like it's to make productivity better for work, right? If, if the idea is that they he has uh, that they're in the same place, therefore, like yeah. getting to work is easier, collaborating is easier. It also it's also funny because it makes me think of like, look, we're long past the age now where it used to be a thing where like in my dad's generation, you you loved your job and you identified heavily with your employer, right? You were proud to work for that company, mm-hmm. even though a lot of people would. Argue like you weren't even really given a whole lot to be, you know, that to inspire that level of pride in where, in where, and what you did, right? So, for something like this, it's if it's going to inspire loyalty amongst employees and things like that, like you can frame it as bad and it could certainly be taken advantage of if need be, but there's no evidence that that's what's happening here. I
2: like that he's bringing feudalism back (laughs) in modern society, that's pretty dope. Um, I'm looking at some of the quote tweets right now. One person yeah. named Rose, the chaos pansexual.
1: Totally going to get a responsible take Prepare Perry's Rose house. The-
2: Said, no, I don't care if he's done philanthropy. Company towns are bad and you don't want your living situation directly under the control of your boss. It doesn't matter who it is. Thoughts on that? So
3: then you take the money that he's paying you that you're not paying for your home that you live in and you buy another home and you have that other home to go to that you can go to. Yeah. And if you get fired, you have that home that you could sell yeah. because, or actually what you do is, this is really gonna piss the left off, right? You buy another home and you rent it out. Yeah. And then you be a landlord. So you make oh, money, wow. own I heard the, the property. I
1: the loves landlords. They, they love, love landlords. They love
3: landlords. So I love what, landlords. That, I what name what 10 landlords. Do. I love landlords. <laughs> He's um, <daddy's> so great. <laughs> Uh, hey. But that's what you should do. You should you should if you are working for Mr. Beast, you live there and have you and have that taken care of. You use the money that you're getting paid to buy another house and you rent that out and then you reinvest that money and you buy another house and you keep doing that and you make yourself rich.
2: I see an interesting take here from someone named QAnon Latifa. <laughs> here it is. Independently wealthy, messianic figure, Christ-like leader, charismatic, reclusive, stockpiling guns, converting to full auto, multiple wives, possible abuse of children. A Waco happens every thirty years. The ATF will be raiding Mr. Beast's arm fortress compound soon. I don't
1: think anybody looks at Mr. Beast and thinks he's like a haven for for no. guns.
2: Well, I I don't think since he's so polarizing, <laughs> he's even charismatic enough to be the Antichrist.
1: We love landlords. Yeah, it's like. Um, um, Oh yeah! Name ten landlords.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, you love landlords so much. Name name ten of their.
3: <laughs> Me, I'm one. So. You're a landlord. I, there I, you go.
1: I, like yeah. it, my favorite was. Somebody who says I can't cheer on gentrification like he oh, bought no. the houses above market how, <laughs> how do you
2: know that- <laughs> it's also not gentrification if it's not in the project yeah, like, like yeah. it's not in the ghetto yeah right is he in, it's a like, wealthy the ghetto? Yep. suburban neighborhood they <laughs> what also they voluntarily agreed yeah to yeah. sell their Jesus. homes he
1: bought the homes um, above market because they were off market at that time how you yeah. know they're all idiot leftists <laughs>
2: yep. another one uh who's at abolish ice <laughs> fat <laughs> ecologist I, my, What? to be ec- fake no no that's said, real that's totally i can't real. believe mr beast is reinventing company towns next he's gonna have a mr beast supermarket for his mr beast neighborhood and where mr. staff the can Beastables. spend their beast tokens to buy beast groceries <laughs> and products at competitive prices compared to leading supermarkets. well
1: hey man that's where he's got to sell those feastables <laughs> somewhere
3: i'm telling you yeah everybody- they're
2: gonna all buy feastables at the beast this is, and- this
3: is all just garbage attitude. You live in that town <laughs> and you take the money that you're getting paid and you buy stuff outside. You Dude. you you invest. You're living there for free, man. Come
1: on. Here's I do, an
2: interesting take I'm, though. I
1: do love the idea instead of this becoming like like somebody making like an alternative reality one where he becomes Mr. Beast, the slumlord and he doesn't <laughs> fix anything and the, sinks are, and the sinks are leaking and the right? shower head is always spraying the wrong direction. Like I love it. Like the toilet's always There's backing up and he goes, and he's like, what do you want me to do about it? What do you want me to do about it? You got this place for free. What do you want me to do about it? (laughs) Picture yourself. Well,
2: that's that's one of the takes here. They said if you lose your job, you lose your housing. It's easy IF for your boss to coerce you in damn near anything.
1: But you have to take you have to take responsibility in that case for your own situation then, right? Like you you, have to take the risk. Like, look, if I if I lose my job for whatever reason, then I have to start planning an exit. You
3: know what you don't do? You don't buy like a a fleet of golf carts to roam around the whole town for everybody you just spend your money wisely if you're living there for free you just save the money or that you would normally be putting onto your mortgage and like or your rent yeah well yeah on your rent or whatever like save that money and do something smart with it instead of like doing blow with it yeah
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't imagine that's happening at a lot of Mr. Beast properties. It hey, either, you
2: never know. You never like I, it's funny. No, it what is they're right. doing
3: is they're spending. They they've got every single uh, like, <laughs> like toy that you could imagine, right? Yeah. Like they've got all drones and I, like, you know, they all just, have
1: their groceries delivered with drones.
3: Exactly. They like, just spend spend it irresponsibly. Is what I'm, like spend it responsibly is what I'm talking about. If you get the opportunity to live somewhere for free, take advantage of that opportunity and make your life better. These
1: people's tweets are also kind of that indication not to make this off in another direction. Like they really do believe that the only way that anything gets solved is by the government. Like this is literally like they're talking about is like a, a CEO buying home in creating neighborhoods. like But if the government was to do this, you'd be like, oh, fantastic. You're giving back.
3: 100%. Like re- they,
1: they don't like it when people solve problems for
3: themselves. That's a, that is a yeah. significant portion of it. Yeah. It's they don't like it when private sector or private people are doing things that they believe the government should be doing. Yep. So...
1: D- gentrification, ridiculous. I just uh, yeah. and, and props well, to the I, family for holding out.
2: We yeah. work at a company that is often accused of being a compound or cult-like <laughs> structure.
1: the The size of the yeah the just just given the size of the compound.
2: Yeah, and yeah. there are people who live on the premises yeah. and there
1: are far more cult people in the cult of hate against this company yeah. than there are like the the cult mentality around the people that just look what's happening to tim now in the news like with the stuff going on the have have been keeping up yeah
3: with irl yeah, yeah. oh well, i mean the left is trying to slander yeah. tim because they don't like that he's effective and popular
1: yeah like in, in like the people that hate him hate him and that's way cultier to it's me than, be, than people be,
3: who choose to work for him 100 it's because like the people that hate him hate him because they're leftists. the yeah. people that are giving crap to mr beast it's not conservatives you're not going to see people from turning points being like mr beast you're so bad it's all dirtbag leftists it's <laughs> all the socialists it's all the bread tubers it's all the mentally ill people that have all their problems listed in their bios because they're they think that it makes them a more interesting person it's all the lgbtq ia plus people it's not anyone normal it's not anyone that you want to be associated with. What Ignore would a, these people. What would a Turning
1: Point USA compound look like, or, or a Prager U compound? <laughs> Scary. Uh, uh, we could yeah. have a Prager U compound with a big like Dennis Prager statue. In LA, right you might the need of, to, like, to
2: protect yourself right? from the outside enemies. It's
1: got like in the courtyard. There's a big Dennis Prager
3: statue. Yeah. Dear like, leader. But you can guarantee <laughs> that these people that are complaining, they're not conservatives, and not that I'm not that I'm super pro-conservative, dude. I, like I'm not a I'm pretty live and let live kind of guy but you know that it's not the the people that are moderates and liberals and con, you know conservatives it's the crazy progressives it's yeah. the crazy communists it's the people that are like oh what do you how dare you own a business yeah. how dare you be successful they're all these ugly on the inside people that hate anyone that does better than them and they're going to make it they're going to make it your problem that Mr Beast is having a good time living his life and trying to help people
1: uh, in the chat, Holy versus Charlie Kirk City.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm, you have like gold coins with Charlie Kirk's face. Down. Yeah, I'm so down. It's, it's almost close to real life size.
1: I mean, they'll probably. <laughs> there will probably and it's a dime. There will probably be a Daily Wire City someday. DWC will be a thing and we'll and there will be just a, a huge statue of Jeremy Boring and Ben Shapiro out front. It'll
3: be Ben Shapiro holding Jeremy Boring like this.
1: It, uh, and yes, and there will be like in there will be in the town. There's like a speaker system, and an I mean, Elon
2: did this right. Elon lived. He's lived on at campus his, at his factories
1: factories, and he's before. like he, he hires like he. There's like schools. Like he has like a school at the factory, so these kids can go to school there Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Now I'm picturing like they've got. But would
2: he expand that to his employees?
1: Good question. Maybe the
2: high ranking ones.
1: Well, like a lot of those Twitter workers were like sleeping in at Twitter when that's when, such a
2: romanticized like tech startup type of thing to do We all
1: had to sleep at the office because uh, we were working 21 hours a day. Uh, but now I'm really I'm just back on Ben Shapiro. Like I want an auditory system, you know, like a, a speaker system in the city and Ben Shapiro gives updates and you have to listen. Really, What's well, really, in really his closely. AI voice? Yeah. And it's going really, really fast. So you have to listen really, really carefully. For yeah. the updates. It's like there will be a, a meeting at the mess hall at five PM today. And then but it's like ten times faster <laughs> than that. Right. all right. Let's, let's go to let's go to super chats.
2: Okay. Benjamin Mauser said <laughs> we'll see constellations of the Netflix's and Disney, Hulu's and Disney streaming services, I bet. Um well now we've got Hulu and Disney all in one. I don't so. want it. Like Is look, it gonna be called just Disney Plus or what's the deal
1: no, it's <laughs> not actually going to be called that. I like it though, Dulu. Dulu. or Hisney. Hisney. <laughs> one of the two. I like Dulu better.
2: Shane H. Wilder said, "Oh, Disney's losing money because they lack good content. Who would have seen that coming?"
1: Yes, that is that is shocking. Shocker. That is that is very very shocking. Who could have seen this coming? Uh, I do. What was the what was? The, can you read the one before that again? I didn't get a, a good.
2: We'll see constellations of the Netflix's Hulu's and Disney streaming services.
1: I mean, we're already starting to see, like, the consequences of it in these reports. But the best way you'd be able to see, if we were looking to put a positive spin on this, if you wanted to see a positive outcome, if in a year from now, they finished a bunch of productions. Again, this is me, like, saying, like, if in the most positive way possible. And you started seeing that less Disney things were being made that sucked. And a couple of good things came out and everything else that came out was just kind of average. Maybe they sh- they, they shot well, but didn't quite hit the mark. Uh, and they're putting out less content, but everything's coming up on a more better on average. That's the best possible outcome we could see in the near future is that they make less content. Less of it sucks. Maybe not all of it's good, but it's at least closer to good than a lot of the stuff that's coming out now. Closer to good. Possibly.
2: Yeah. Seth Essington said, here's a tip. LOL. Closer
1: to good sounds like a 90s Counting Crows song. Very much.
3: Doesn't it? It sounds like a 90s song. Yes, definitely.
2: Dark Gift Comics Presents said, As a bartender, I'd, uh, I'd you take tips away. I don't know what that means. And give us all the same pay and hours. Why would I want to work the money nights like Friday or Saturday if I can just make the same working during the week? See, valid point.
1: And with the strippers adhere to this policy. Are, are strippers taking minimum wage? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think the strippers are going to take minimum wage because none of the Friday and Saturday night strippers want to make the same money as the Monday and Tuesday morning strippers. That's that's not a thing. They want to make their Friday and Saturday night money.
2: Well, just don't tell the yeah. customers that they're paid minimum wage and they'll still be tipping the same amount.
1: Yeah, right? it's, it's up to the customer to know that the laws have been changed.
2: Eh. Noah Sanders, Doc Q, said Q from not of this earth, on Discord for Phil. What is your opinion on what happened to your former guitarist and all that remains, Ollie Herbert? He's asked every day you're on Timcast IRL, thought I'd help.
3: Um, I can't discuss it um, because there is an investigation by the state of Connecticut. Okay. Good response. Yes.
2: Got it. Disco Jensen said, "Trying to take the Karen name back will only strengthen us <laughs> all to resist cases of Karens, digital or otherwise. Trust and believe, all users on the app are on a Fed watch list. I wonder if she felt
1: uh, like uh, I wonder if she felt any inkling to like change the name of the AI version of herself so she didn't have to be Karen,
2: Karen. with a C and a Y is very robot like. I don't yes. know why. Uh,
1: I'm not a fan."
2: Uh, Noah Sanders said South Park did a similar episode to this Stan used chat GPT to send romantic texts, but had no clue what he was actually saying, making big problems.
1: <laughs> Good old South Park.
2: Shane H. Wilder said when you said it got out of beta, I thought you meant it was for betas. Well, it is. Put on decent clothes and go talk to humans. It's not that hard <laughs> for F's sake. Was it
1: you that responded? Yeah. No, it wasn't you that responded the other day. Somebody said, um, like on there was like a tweet that said like, If you talk to a hundred beautiful women, at least one of them will be willing to sleep with you and somebody responded like why would I want to like they're like like the the time estimate on on talking to 100 beautiful women just
3: isn't worth it that's exactly what i'm talking about there's going to be people out there that are going to be like it is not worth my effort to go and shoot my shot and get shot down and shoot my shot and get shot down and shoot my shot and get shot down when i know that i can just boot up this here ai (laughs) and within an hour we'll be talking to me like we've known each other forever (laughs) and will be treating me like the way like like the way that I want a woman to treat me. I gear, like I'm telling you the it is the low okay. effort when,
1: part the, of it. But
2: I don't I don't understand that like why you would want a woman to treat you like she's known you forever immediately.
3: Yeah, it gets rid of the courting because the point is to... Where
2: is the mystery?
3: The, that's not the goal for i'm telling you for these people i'm yeah. telling you there is a, a segment where it just that makes stuff's you not... so
2: like spiritually ran through uh, in my mind if i ever found spirits. out that a guy i was talking to had previously messaged a dating ai bot is it, is I'd it, be gone. Our guys gone. going to actually admit Instantly. that?
1: Like, no dudes going to poof. That. No, good no dude no. that does that. Increasingly,
2: people have so little shame. I mean, why do you think what? that hoes admit what their body count is? Nobody There's that nobody that
3: nobody that thinks about having an actual relationship in the future would admit that. But once they get that relationship with the AI, it will it's it'll be just like Deep Blue and chess. Yeah. Once you get to the point where an AI replaces a human, and it's not going to be the same thing for everybody. Like I said, this is a certain segment of the population that I don't know how big they're going to be or how big that segment's going to be. But once you get to that, that point where the, the AI can fool <laughs> a human into it thinking that it's human to the point where it surpasses the uncanny valley and actually produces the same results in your brain that an actual relationship will produce there will be a significant number of people that will choose the 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 synthetic relationship and never go back because it will be better than the real relationship we live in postmodernism right now right and we live in a it, a we live in a world where you have not similar things you have a similar is what they call it i think but it's essentially taking the most concentrated real experiences and being able to synthesize them. At first, it was just, it was being able to do that with foods, yeah. right? So this, the, I mean, it's going to take a second to go through this, but the way that it works is your first Time you have a strawberry, like that strawberry is good, right? But then you take that strawberry and then you crush it up and you add sugar and then it's even better because it's sweeter. Then you take that strawberry and you add some caffeine and you get a little zip to it too and you put it in a sugary drink and that's even even more intense. And then you take that same strawberry and you, you put sugar in it and you make it into a candy and it's even more intense and it gets to the point where people try that, try the original, people that have never tried a real strawberry that have only had the fake strawberries their whole life they try a real strawberry and they say, that's not as good as the strawberry that I'm used to. And that's what's going to happen with human experience. So we should. what you're saying is we should start giving real human women Turing tests to see how close they are to actual human beings. I mean... I don't know about that, but... <laughs> I'm just uh,
1: kidding. Uh, look, I, I, it's, it's just weird.
3: It's definitely weird, but it's, it's coming. It's weird. It is the future. It's and weird. and again, we whether or not we like it, I don't think we get a choice because even if we don't like it here in the States and it's not cool in America or whatever, Japan is already on that tip. Yeah. They, are, they are diving headlong into that. And that stuff's mm-hmm. going to be something that's going to be... A, uh, a a reality in the future and we're going to have to kind of figure out a way to deal with it in society. And Mary, uh, if we could put Mary in charge, then she'll just you know nuke everybody.
2: Yeah. Oh, but... <laughs> whoa. You said it, not me. You're the
3: one who sits there and calls for the, the meteor. Yep.
1: That's the same result. <laughs> uh, you know, it is. It is what it is. Let's move on. Let's hold off on the rest. Let's come back after we talk about John Leguizamo, who is back in the news because he is joking. He's saying... Okay, he's not joking. He is joking but what he's actually doing ladies and gentlemen he's threatening us he is threatening to play Gwyneth Paltrow a race swapped Gwyneth Paltrow in a documentary about her ski accident trial as a response to the fact that too many white actors are getting cast in Latino roles it's a real thing Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if does he know that there are white Latinos
3: I don't know. I don't know, know, know what he knows. I don't think Does
1: he knows he know anything. That? Um, he says, he says, if white people can take Latino roles, he'd take theirs. He said he'd play Gwyneth Paltrow in her ski accident trial movie. Uh, and I just can't imagine that this is a guy who works very consistently. So it's weird to me that he keeps dying on this, like working to die on this hill. Like, it's not like he's out of work and he's complaining. He's working all the time mm. and he's still complaining.
2: He said this all on The Daily Show, which is where comedy goes to die. (laughs) Uh, He said, guess what? If white people can take our roles, I'm going to take theirs. This is all his personal vendetta against James Franco, by the way. Uh, And when they do the TV series based on Gwyneth Paltrow's ski trial, I'm going to be Gwyneth Paltrow. And he also made a joke about crashing into her on the slopes so hard that the jade egg flies out of her vagina. (laughs) I mean, among I like her the... other Goop products, oh.
1: Goop. <laughs> She's also making hundred and fifty dollar uh, necklaces. Yeah, you necklace sent me vi- this.
2: She has a a mini vibrator netf- nef- necklace, necklace. Yep. for one hundred and forty nine dollars on the Goop website. In addition to her vagina scented candles. Yep. Uh, um. I don't know. Just memorize what it looks like now. So if you see it in the wild. I just uh, what I don't get
1: about it is, is like, what roles is he talking about? The only ones that I can think of off the top of my head, if he's if he's talking about Luigi, he's wrong because that wasn't a traditionally Latino role. He stole that from a white guy. He's just
3: hilarious.
1: Like, okay, beyond that, like, like, look, the only one that I can think of recently, and I'm sure there's others, uh, is when Ben Affleck played Tony Mendez in Argo, mm. uh, and that's based on a real person. But right now, we've got Rachel Zegler who's about to be Snow White. Like, doesn't that win them back a role? Is this like a a, a back and forth that no, everyone has to go through? it only goes one way.
3: It only goes one way. It only goes one it way. It only goes one way. So there, the, that's the way diversity works. Diversity is not about it's. It, diversity just means there are more people of color and and fewer people that are white and
1: motivated. he expected people to like he expected everyone to be like oh i can't believe he'd say that but everyone's like to do it you won't like yes. I, I would love to see this movie <laughs> i will it. watch this movie if he do gets it. to play, if he plays gwyneth paltrow i will go see it
2: i think it. that uh, john leguizamo's uh, jokes about white people running what? hollywood and taking latino roles and stuff like that disrespecting latinos it's really an age-old anti-Semitic trope. Ah, I and mean... he even wore an Afro wig in his Daily Show skit. Also, doesn't he do an Asian
1: stereotype in the past? That's definitely what he does in the past. So, you know... He's, uh, he's no one's been, hands are clean. He's been appropriating culture no, for years. No, and
3: that's like no one's hands are clean, and that is something that I really wish more people would realize. It's like, yes, there are people that make off-color jokes and stuff like that, but like everybody has done it. It doesn't matter, and it's not as big of a deal as they make it out to be on the Internet. Yep.
2: Uh, also, we have a Filipino Muppet now. I, I, I don't even know. What- I agree with I agree with
1: most of the comments here. As they said, I can hear the <laughs> MAGA people screaming uh, when this came out. It says Sesame Street introduces first Filipino American Muppets. <laughs>
2: I feel like Muppets aren't relevant to kids anymore anyway, so it doesn't matter. But this, I I looked into this and it turns out that their talent outreach director is Filipino and she just decided instead of doing talent outreach, I'm going to make one based on my little brother.
3: There yeah, uh, whatever.
2: Uh, They said, I'm so proud to help bring Filipino representation to the neighborhood and just in time for API Heritage Month.
1: Just in time to advertise it as a product. Um, this is still my favorite meme, uh, re- referencing st- uh, like Sesame Street of all time. It says, this Sesame Street Muppet will become the first ex- to experience homelessness. And the b- uh, comment underneath says, Oscar the Grouch has been living in a garbage can for 49 years. Talk about <laughs>
2: representation.
1: Yes. Uh, Oscar the Grouch has always been um, yeah. uh, homeless. their homeless representation, so frankly. Also, what race is Elmo? Does, does he have a, a race? I don't know.
2: Yeah, that was the most confusing part.
1: I, I have no idea. Like that's—I don't really get it. I never thought of—I never thought of Muppets as racially coded before. But they already pre- had they, an
2: Asian one on the same skit mm-hmm. named G Young. Yep. News to me, but you shouldn't be showing your children PBS anyway.
1: Uh, it is. Did you ever get a chance to look up the logo? The the PBS logo absolutely is the Let NPC logo. Up. If you look up the if you look up the oh, PBS yes, logo, it is, it's totally. basically yes. the yes. NPC logo. Oh, yes, I it see is. that now. Yeah. I was
2: thinking of the PBS Kids logo, no, no, no which no. was on all the kids shows. Yeah. Which is totally different, and they've
1: got Cal Penn in this. Cal Penn who uh, recently did a Daily Show skit where he makes fun of people who use the term "woke mind virus," where uh, it's it's a very saw that it's one. a very unfunny take on House because he was on the show House, uh, which is another reason again why you'd they're never like be we're able taking to you in that.
2: for a CRT scan.
1: Yes, uh, and then he's CRT. Like, he's like, do you have an un, do you have an undeniable urge to care about what Mr. Potato Head oh looks like? Oh my god! No, they're like, do you care
2: whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick or not? Yeah. And he's like no. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: all stuff that the left does to in, to in, to incite a reaction and the reaction that they incite is the actual target that they that they're after like it's in the book there there's a, a website called beautiful trouble or whatever and like your targets reaction is your actual target they do stuff like that to get people to react so they can point at you and say why are you freaking out man yeah. why do you care? So, all, why, you care so, why do you care so, why do you care, so why much? Do you care so exactly so much? it's what i don't know if you, if you guys watch tim or up but lance from the Surfs was on tim cast the other day and he just he did saw a couple exact, clips he did the exact same thing i don't know why you <laughs> care about people's genitals so much it's like you're talking about trans people you dimwit that's a significant part of the conversation when you're talking about when you're talking about surgery to people underage like what do you but yeah
2: we're the perverts yeah exactly
3: and all it is is it's
2: It's dishonest it's totally
3: dishonest it's a it's a con to get you to react so it's infuriating it's
1: uh, exhausting. It, and, and of course, it is within kid shows because they want to do this mm-hmm. to, kid, to kid shows. Uh, I do agree. I, I did kind of agree with the comments. It's like I could feel the the, the MAGA moms on Facebook like posting I saw everything
2: praising yeah. this. We've got one from Shane H. Yep. Wilder. Random aside, I'm shocked that the Goop Corporation has not sued Gwyneth Paltrow for trademark infringement. I grew up in a blue-collar household and always have Goop as the hand... Cleaner to remove oil, grease, and paint.
1: Oh, yeah! Like mechanics use it, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's uh, maybe it's uh, incorporated under a different name or could something. Be, or could in... be Goop is
2: is Gwyneth Paltrow's initials, but yeah. with an extra O in the middle.
1: I uh, uh, I tried to find. So you
2: can't really I tried to away. buy.
1: I tried to buy Gak off eBay the other day. Gak mm-hmm. the the stuff okay. from your kid Like in... I
2: received slime in the mail recently. You know they make like slime in different like themes for kids? No. I did so not. Have you know seen that. slime videos on YouTube shorts before? No, no. People playing with slime? That sounds gross. No. no, no. Uh, gross. never seen It's just seen it. it's like satisfying content, you know? Okay.
1: No no I have like never seen people it.
2: cut honeycombs.
1: So, <laughs> no my favorite is uh it's bricklaying, people who who, who do bricklaying and people who build like like the the people who build pools from scratch and they time-lapse their build of their pool. It's literally them building, like literally digging a hole in the ground and building a pool.
0: Mm-hmm. I love
1: those. So look, for for this stuff here, like it's it's easy to dismiss it and be like, why do you care so much? People will say that. But it is just, it goes to say, can you tell me a little bit more about what happened with the, the person who created the character? You said that they were.
2: Yeah, she's Filipino herself, okay. Okay. decided to make a Filipino Muppet based on her younger brother named TJ. Um, and they named it after her brother. Okay tj uh so she was like posting about ugly crying after the episode aired and like it's just it's really not that deep obviously and it's not worth our outrage no but that's you have to be very it's pitiful that these people are so unfulfilled that this is their purpose in life representation this is the god they worship representation it's not it really doesn't matter do you
1: think that we do you think that maybe we and i'm just asking i'm just asking questions we need to have jesse ventura on this podcast that would be incredible (laughs) uh like do you think there is a blind spot here for us growing up as white uh, as Caucasians here in America that like we, we yeah. talk about why that it doesn't matter but like and I, certainly I point out all the time that many of my favorite characters all, like three of my five who I, who I would put as my top favorite actors if we're talking about representation in movies and stuff are not white what? but I'm just saying like like do they have at least
2: it only matters mm-hmm. in so far as the racial demographic change that's taken place extremely quickly in this country has caused a yeah. lot of racial tensions yeah. And that was never necessary. And we don't need to play into it. We don't need to make it any worse than it already is by demonizing white people. That's my opinion. And we don't have a blind spot because we're white and privileged.
1: Not about privilege, I'm just saying about the fact that you, we've grown up watching content with people that look like us forever.
2: Okay. So and? I'd say
1: like, is there a, a point to the argument? Like, it maybe would be it weird seems- if
2: we grew up watching content that had all people of other races because yeah. we're Currently, still the majority of this country, but we should be in the majority of the content.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying it does. It doesn't make their argument right, but I'm saying I understand the point of view they're coming from. Even if it's resentment,
2: that's what it is. From the from the creators, hating the ideal simply because you think of it as unattainable. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Thank you. (laughs) All right. We've got a lot of super chats to catch up on here. Noah Sanders said, personally, I'd say that Allison Young of YouTube fame and Christina Hendricks of Mad Men fame are both tens. They just happen to be redheads. Uh,
1: yes, Christina Hendricks is gorgeous. Christina, I always make fun of Christina Hendricks because she was married to Jeffrey Arend. And I just when I look at those two together, if you look at pictures, uh, he's not an ugly guy. He's just not Christina Hendricks level good looking. Mm,
2: women don't care about looks. Francisco Sanchez Jr. That's new, said, "That's a
1: that's a that's a that's new to me."
2: Well, no. they don't. Francisco Sanchez Jr. said, "PCC is a ten, CCP is a one." Perfect. Um, Shane H. Wilder said, "Oh, and how effed in the head do you have to be to create an AI of your parent instead of going through the natural grieving process?" Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not conducive to actual healing or curing loneliness or some mm-hmm. insane goal like that. Deuce Boogaloo said, current 10, Madison Beer. Uh, we were just talking about her. Lifelong 10, Salma Hayek. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. Political 10, <laughs> Lauren Southern. Podcast 10, Pop Culture Crisis. There you go. So true. Ned's Pay Pig <laughs> said, Brett, how do you source for you... For your bits that you contribute to IMDB, DVD commentaries, anything else? Um,
1: that depends on what I'm contributing. A lot of times uh, my favorite things to point out are like, look, if, if an actor appears in something and then I see them appear with another actor that they were also in something else in, I will contribute like they also appeared with this actor in this movie from there. So that's just by virtue of watching the scene and knowing that they're in both productions. Uh, so it's just uh, you watch a lot of stuff, and eventually you see a lot of overlap. And you see that a lot on network television anyways because a lot of the best actors have been doing so for so long that the obviously the overlap is going to show up. And I actually get a lot of enjoyment out of watching two actors portray vastly different characters in scenes together in different productions because you get to see the – depth of their acting skills if they're playing vastly different characters from one thing to another uh i do miss dvd commentaries though i I, like i said i would pay a pretty penny for a streaming service to offer dvd commentaries from the movies and stuff that they license but a lot of times the stuff that's licensed through their dvd sales isn't licensed in the same place as the production itself so they wouldn't be able to do that
2: Dark Gift Comics Presents said, I disagree, Mary. Phil is right. There are universal tens, people that when you elbow your friend, you say, look, you both know. Um, yeah, I wasn't implying that objective attractiveness isn't a thing, but I like, definitely have heard guys say that they don't find Megan Fox attractive, which I think she's objectively attractive. It's just some people don't like her. Um, He also said, damn, stopped both sessions just before mine and missed both, and they were relevant to the topics at the moment. Rigged.
1: (laughs) Wait, what? Was that like because of the the crisis parties?
2: Noah Sanders said, I would actually watch John Leguizamo as Gwyneth Paltrow. That would be a great comedy movie, especially if he used his Sid voice the whole movie. The, The thing is, he's acting like white people would be mad about it, like, no, we find no, it hilarious. We can take a joke. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of the only people that are willing and able to take a joke these days. Basically. Megadudu 97 said, hey, y'all, for Phil, James, he's, he called you Phil, F-I-L-L. <laughs> James Lindsay has been discussing Gnosticism lately. Would you say it would be important to draw distinction between a secular and non-secular Gnosticism?
3: Uh, If you're talking about secular versus secular Gnosticism as like the kind of modern left kind of Gnosticism and a a non-secular Gnosticism as in like your standard uh, Judeo-Christian and Islamic religions, uh, then yes, absolutely. The Judeo-Christian and Islamic religions know their place for the most part um, and they interact with a liberal society very 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 well the secular gnosticism does not interact with liberalism at well at all it's totally totalitarian um and i mean it's it's possible that islam doesn't but i'm, I'm not going to go ahead and and say that for sure because i don't know enough about islam but i do know that um christianity and, and judaism work well with liber- liberalism um and the secular gnosticism does not
2: Okay. James Orenthal Wen said give us the Samoan Muppet or there will be pros ah. <laughs> uh, And they would use the rock to introduce him
1: because mm-hmm. the rock is the biggest star of Samoan Samoan heritage right now
3: He so. probably is yes. Yeah. So, all
1: right that everything right yep. correct. All right guys Thank you so much for joining us today before we go Can I ask you to please hit the like button on this video? I am oh, there's one that just came through right there Uh, From Dark Dark Gift
2: Comics Presents said, yeah, I was referring to the last two times you read Super Chats. You stopped right before mine both times. Just busting balls. Oh, I didn't realize.
1: Oh, yeah, because I have my arbitrary place whenever I'm like, let's stop and move on to the next topic. Sorry about that, bud. (laughs) All right. uh, So, guys, before we go, would you please hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. I have finished the poll. I finally remembered to actually include it into the end of the show today. I always end up having to hit end the poll after the show ends. So I asked, what do you prefer? Do you prefer Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, or none? They're all satanic reptilians. And with 68% of the vote, you say you prefer none of them. They're all satanic reptilians. Uh, Universal comes in second with 18%, Warner Brothers third with 9%, and Disney got 3% of the vote. I, the fact that anybody voted Disney is a is a testament to the fact that you're willing to watch a show that craps on Disney. So we applaud you for your ability to hear an opinion that makes... Or may not agree with your own. Uh, also, Phil, can you let everyone know where they can
3: find you? Uh, I am Phil that remains on Twitter. I am Phil that remains official on Instagram. <coughs> the band is all that remains on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, and all of the uh, socials and stuff. Perfect. Mary, where can they find you?
2: Cool. You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. And we have an exciting guest. On the show tomorrow, so, uh wait for that
1: Uh, that was a very good hype package right there we'll we'll use that as our lead in you'll have to tune in for that one tomorrow guys Uh, if you'd like to follow me you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms this show pop culture crisis is here Monday through Friday 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that is noon Pacific if you would like to listen to this podcast rather than watch it we are on Amazon music Apple podcast Pandora and Spotify and if you'd like to follow the show on social media we are on Twitter at pop culture underscore show facebook and tiktok at pop culture crisis and on instagram at pop culture crisis pod we will be back with another episode tomorrow we'll see you then guys bye